Hey, welcome into the hideout. Happy Friday to you. Got some news for you. <laughs> How's it going, Hafe? Uh, whatever. You don't want to hear some news from me? No. Well, I'll do it anyway. Uh, a Santa Claus was caught soliciting himself for gay sex in an India, in Indiana uh, restroom. Kind of odd. Santa in the bathroom trying to uh, sell himself out for gay sex. But it does answer the question, how does he pay for all those toys? <laughs> Thought he made them. I didn't know he was actually buying them. No, he makes something else. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, this is the uncomfortable uh, beginning of the Friday show where Dubs insists that he has to do some sort of a uh, monologue. Some celebrities out there in the news, too, Hefe. Shocking. Tom Cruise is uh, suing over a sex toy made in his image. Uh, it's not just any sex toy, either. It's uh, one of those uh, plugs made for the bad area. So, uh, I'm kind of on the roast, but, I mean, come on, people. He just had a kid, and he doesn't need any more pain in the ass. <laughs> wow. Uh... I mean, I guess I know what you're going for there. I don't know, necessarily know if you... Oh, it got there. Succeeded. <laughs> it got there. It was informative and poignant. Another uh, big news story going on out there. Uh, actually, celebrities involved in this one, too. A bride made her wedding dress out of 1,500 cream puffs. <laughs> no word on how uh, it all went down and uh, how it went at the wedding, but uh, one celebrity was there to kind of comment on everything. Finally, a dress is deep fried. <laughs> Louis Anderson. Oh, wow. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. You know, if you have to explain your impressions, I don't necessarily know if it's a good impression. I didn't have to. I just figured I would. I think everybody got it. What, what, what's new? <laughs> what, what are you doing, Hefe? Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs live with you on a Friday night. Back in studio. A lot to do this evening. That's right. We were not here yesterday. That's why it feels like a Monday. Um, so phones are open and available for you. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All sorts of prizes and stuff to give away, so you'll want to hang tight for that. Uh, we have uh, Chunks Corolla, executive producer Tommy Bateman, our director on the Chuck and Roll Controls. And both of the interns, the great Kazoo Manning, as well as uh, the unpaid producer, Mr. C. Lane, here as well. You know how I do the news every Friday? Hmm. And uh, people try to contribute to the news. Matt Albert called me on my cell phone today trying to contribute in the news mm-hmm. and failed horribly. I pulled the uh, voicemail that he left me, and we'll have that for you. Yeah, well, It I, is atrocious. Yeah, I want to talk about that, of course. If you have oh, fantasy no. football questions, we have that for you at 8 o'clock with our uh, buddy, Mark St. Amant, 
who blogs fantasy football for the New York Times.com. Also written a couple of great books. Um, in addition to that, we'll have the hip hop news update with our boy P Docs, the original open door policy from 10 to 11. 10 to 11 o'clock tonight. Come on up and watch them. We'll all go out for the after party. And uh, we will all just roll from there. Real TV on realradio.fm, hideoutheretics.net, and fullblownaids.com. Who is this on the line? Is this Talon? We got Talon on the line. Hey, man, what's up? What's up, buddy? Yeah, I'm, stuck, yeah, I'm stuck at the Matador right now. Since you guys left, then Jimmy Jam was, and I asked him for a ride. And I was just wondering if any heretics in the area or whatever could pick me up to go to the open door tonight. All right, well, we'll put it out there, Talent, for uh, for people to uh, see if they can get a holdy and go pick you up at the Matador. We are fresh off of the Matador and the hideout happy hour that goes on at the Matador uh, on Pine Street between Magnolia and Orange. So uh, we got all that going on. Dubs, there's a lot I want to get to this evening, uh, including, now I don't know if this is the absolute latest, but this is an update of mm-hmm. sorts of what happened on I-4 today um, with a plane landing on there. Uh, a lot of you have heard about this. Uh, so uh, check it out. Hideout download. Let's move on to a developing story right now we're following. A plane makes an emergency landing right in the middle of I-4. You're looking at the scene just moments after the plane touched down. We've now learned the only Ooh. person on board here was a candidate for governor, Max Lynn. He was pulled from the plane there on a stretcher. Of course, this really tied up traffic this afternoon. We have live team coverage for you right now on this developing story. Mich- All right, really quickly, that was the guy who a couple of nights ago we had on, I believe it was Michael James from the Independent Gay News. Max mm-hmm. Lynn is the gubernatorial candidate who was alleging that Charlie Crist was gay. And so now he's landing planes on I-4. Hideout download. Michelle Meredith is on the ground covering the situation. Well, first let me show you where they moved the plane to. They moved it to a boat store right next to I-4. Now, as you just heard, we recently learned that the man piloting the plane was Max Lynn, candidate for governor for the Reform Party. Now, we don't know where old Max was trying to fly to, but we know where Hold he on. landed. He Why landed call him old Max? Uh, How about a little respect and a little less yelling? Well, maybe it was just loud wherever she was. Well, what's going on out here, Ash? I don't know. The plane got taken to a boat store! But we know where he landed. He landed about where that yellow tape is in the Did middle he? of I-4. Eastbound lane, a perfect... Wheels down landing. The witnesses say the plane was wobbling. Apparently, he had mechanical issues. Motorists were crazy. On the brakes, hoping that he didn't land on them. When the plane finally landed, out comes Max Lynn, who was the pilot of the plane, somewhat nervous. I understand he wasn't really hurt, but very upset, so they just took him to the hospital as a precaution. So you've heard of the miracle on 34th Street. This was a miracle on I-4. And did I mention that <laughs> no, he did it. the 13th? I'm Michelle Meredith reporting live from Orlando for West 2 News. I'm Michelle Meredith reporting the obvious. Uh, I thought that was Phyllis Diller. <laughs> uh, wow. All right, that was the, uh, that was the story from uh, West 2. It's a hideout road radio 104.1. What's going on with these small planes? It's time to ban them. Jesus. I know. Every week. It's, this is twice this week, isn't it? Yeah, it's something new with these. All right, do you want to hear the Local 6 version? Sure! <laughs> 
Hopefully it's not quite all the yelling. <laughs> uh, it happened around 145 near well, OBT. Like said, that pilot is a candidate for governor, and I think it's also safe to say he is a very lucky man and also an excellent pilot. He was able to land that plane right in this median in the middle of I-4. You can see right now the plane is across the street. It's uh, Actually, they took it over there after they got it out of the median. It is parked at a business over on 33rd Street. Now, witnesses who were driving on I-4 say they saw a thick puff of smoke coming from the plane. It was wobbling. It would take a dip towards the ground before going back up. Obviously, it was, it was having some engine problems. Now, at the wheel was 47-year-old Max Lynn. He is a candidate for governor who had just left the Lakeland Airport and was headed to Orlando Executive Airport. He was only about five miles away when those engine problems started. Now, drivers traveling both east and west on I-4 started hitting the brakes and making a path. The pilot was able to bring the Cessna down in the middle of the median. And considering all the construction and the traffic, it is amazing that no one was injured. Now, that pilot, again, 47-year-old Max Lynn, he is a candidate for governor. He was taken to ORMC, where we're told he has very minor injuries and is expected to be okay. You can see the traffic out here on I-4 still very thick right now. But again, the plane has been moved, so the traffic that you're seeing, these are just rubberneckers still trying to figure out how this all happened and how it all went down. So we're going to have much more on this coming up at 5 o'clock. For now, we're live along I-4. I'm Lewis Bolden, Local 6. Hideout Download. All right. First of all, uh, kudos to the people who are driving I-4 and say, hey, wait a second, here's what we need to do. We need to stop and give this guy a little room to land. Yeah. Are you really a serious candidate for governor if you're flying your own plane, though, from Lakeland to... uh? People do it as a hobby, though. I mean, a lot of people enjoy doing it. I don't know if he has to do it, but he's not like a major party candidate either. I'm sorry you can't handle the 45-minute drive, essentially, I mean, from Lakeland to uh, to Orlando either. You, you've seen, like, Nader and everything out there, though. He, <laughs> I've never seen anybody dressed like more of a schlub in my life. These third-party candidates, they tend to do stuff a little bit differently than everybody else. See, this is the problem, though. This is why we're stuck with this two-party uh, system here in the United mm-hmm. States. Because of Nader going around dressing uh, like Mo from The Simpsons, and this guy <laughs> landing on I-4 uh, in the middle of rush hour. And accusing people of having a case, a case of the gays. Yeah, that was his other big thing, too, this week. He's out in the news, though. He's getting his name out there. you got to uh, give him kudos for that. Because no one, if he didn't do uh, the thing earlier this week with uh, accusing Chris of being gay, right? And now landing his plane on I four, no one would know who this guy is. All right, I'm behind him now. I'm, I'm behind him just for being a good uh, pilot, if nothing else, because that's what I want out of my governor. If he can handle an emergency situation like landing a plane on I four, then maybe he can handle he, he, healthcare. Uh, yeah, he knows uh, how to do stuff under pressure. And the school system here in Florida. But he did have to be carried off to the hospital just for being shaken up. Dude, I would, I would have faked a heart attack. Why? Just to not look like a dumbass. Just to say, hey man, it was part of the plane. It was part of me. Take me out of here on a stretcher. I don't want to. I, w- I don't want to get out of that and walk under my own power. Because then I feel you look like a real ass. You want to make it seem like there's a lot more going on than um, than just, you know, the plane. Let's go to Phil on the 407. What's up, Phil? Hey, uh, how you guys doing tonight? Fantastic. I was the first car on the scene today. All right, so tell, all right, give me your 
your breakdown, Phil, of what happened. Okay, I was driving I-4 because I was going to work. I would get to have to be at work at 2.30. Okay. This happened and about 1.45. Right. And I noticed this plane beside me. And I thought, well, he's a little low. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, it was a small plane. I went on. And then next thing I know, he was down on the medium going up alongside of me. Just going back and forth, rocking. I thought he was going to flip over. Right. About that time, he took it up across to the road, you know, right in front of me. And I locked it up, and I come about 15 feet away from him. I, how many people? Now, were you the other people around you? Did all of you guys kind of look at each other and say, "Hey, we're gonna break"? The and, only car beside me was a pickup truck in the lane beside me, and mm -hmm. nothing on the left side, just a pickup truck on the right side, and I was in the middle. Did you? And there was stuff behind it. Did you? Uh, did you obviously stop? Did you go and see if oh, the guy yeah. was okay? And uh, I stopped. I pulled up beside, looked over. He was on the radio, and he threw me a thumb up, and I called nine one one. And they said, yep, they're on the scene. They're coming right now. I've seen the lights behind me, and I thought, okay, i got to go to work. If I stop now, they're going to shut this highway down. I went on to work. Yeah, so you ended up going on to work. Did you, um, what was it feeling, though, when you're seeing an airplane just flying right alongside you on I-4? Like, what are you thinking to yourself? This is the day I die or what? I thought I was going to have to go home and change my pants. I hear you, man. I'd have made myself, too. I don't blame you for that. Hey, scared me to death. Dude, Phil, thank you for the calling, man. We appreciate you're it, buddy. Welcome. All right, there he is, Phil, checking in in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, because I guess he was one of the guys right there on I-4 when all this happened. It's our extensive coverage! All right. That la poor lady was outside. <laughs> Whatever. Don't give her that much I'm trick. outside all the time. I don't find myself yelling. You never know. Maybe her, uh... Unless Bon Jovi's on stage. Play always! Jesus. Play it! All right. It's annoying when she does it. Why are you going to do it? <laughs> Christ Almighty. 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now, it is my understanding, and maybe somebody can help me out with this, and somebody told me this when I was younger, so I don't know if it's true or not, that the interstate highway system was put together so that if you had to, like every five miles, you could land a plane. Have you ever heard that before? Most interstates are. They're, that's what they're supposed to be made for. Is uh, uh, They made them straight in the beginning, just for these kinds of situations. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, see, I didn't know, because I was told that when I was a kid, and no one ever confirmed it for me. I have something to confirm it for you right now, an expert. Yes, uh, President Eisenhower actually initiated that. <laughs> All right, so it's from Rand Kazoo, and I don't know necessarily if I can take that as He's half a retard! <laughs> yeah, no, no I, I took a sociology course just on, like... Right, they're not teaching you about the interstate system in sociology. They do sometimes throw out stupid nuggets at you in odd classes, though. But not in sociology. Why are they going to teach you that in sociology? It, it was urban sociology. <laughs> Maybe in a civics class, you know, government, something along those lines. Maybe even a speech and debate you heard at one time during a debate. But not in sociology class. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Smokey Joe Bobbert says it's one out of every seven miles. All right, one out of every seven miles. It's supposed to be completely straight mm -hmm. so that you could land a plane if you need Or to. the Las Vegas Strip, like we found out in Con Air. Um, now, my understanding, this happened near OBT. I don't know. That doesn't necessarily seem like the straightest plot of uh, no. I-4 in the city. That almost kind of seems like the most windy part of it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he made it to the straight area. And so he's just, uh, I guess you got to land where you got to land. Mm -hmm. Does this guy get a punishment or no? No, why would he? He had a mechanical error in the, in the sky, and he ended up bringing it down safely. How about Did just, he have fire in the sky? Does? How about just holding up traffic? 
No sort of fine or anything for that? No. He's uh, running for governor. That doesn't mean anything. He, they he's say, above the law. They say he's a candidate for governor. Uh, I'd rather they say he's running for governor, because I doubt seriously Max Lynn is a candidate. I guess technically when you look at it, you know, in semantics, mm-hmm. he's a candidate. He's pulling himself ahead for the uh, leading third party, I I'll think. I'll tell you this. I know him more than whoever the Democratic uh Contender is. I've, I've even seen commercials for the Democratic contender, and I can't wrap my hands around them. Maybe we're retarded, but it, to me, it's Chris and now Lynn. And Lynn's actually calling Chris gay. Johnny in the 407. What's up, Johnny? Hey, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, hey listen, man, I had a, a little comment here. I, I think it's a conspiracy theory here going on. I mean, think about it. This guy calls Chris gay. Mm-hmm. A few days later, boom, his plane's going down. So, so it's like, uh, you know, hey, you never know. I think it's a uh, setup. So, Johnny, you think he's trying to put him in a body bag? All okay. right. Thank you. Hey, by the way, mm-hmm. this is not the only airplane scare today. Really? Another one involving a New York Yankee. You hadn't heard about this? No. Tell you next. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1 on a Friday night. Don't forget about the open-door policy tonight. Also, the hideout happy hour still going down at the Matador on Pine Street between Magnolia and Orange. Two-for-one specials on domestics and wells. Take it a giddy down there at the Matador for uh, hosting us every Friday. Go hang out with him in town. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right, I just got this. No law... Regulation policy uh, or sliver of red tape requires that one out of five miles of interstate highway system must be straight. No? So I guess it's an urban myth that it is... Uh, Someone was calling up with uh, some facts about it, but he uh, hung up during the break. Of uh, There's different things with uh, landing and something about Eisenhower did it for landing and bombs or something like that. What I have here is uh, an article... According to the U.S. Department of Transportation Public Roads, one in five debunking the myth by Richard F. Wengroft. I don't believe that. Go to Snopes. Much more reputable site. All right, well, check out Snopes. I'd like to hear that, too. All right, so, Dubs, apparently this isn't the only airplane scare. The one that happened with the gubernatorial candidate, Max Lynn. Mm -hmm. There was another one involving a New York Yankee. Another one. Hideout download. Breaking news coming into the CBS2 newsroom. There are reports now out of California, and you're looking at video here just into CBS2. There's a small plane that went off the runway at an airport in Burbank, and preliminary reports say that New York Yankee Alex Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, was one of seven passengers aboard this plane. We are told no one was hurt, and as we look at this video, we see it seems to have landed uh, safely, and we're watching someone come down the uh, stairway there. Can't make out who that is, but again, there are reports that A-Rod was aboard this plane, went off the runway, but it seems that everything is okay. We'll update this as we get the information. Hideout download. So A-Rod, on a plane, goes off the runway. runway. I'm guessing he's fine. Yeah, it's, they said there were no injuries, so everything is cool. So uh, him, it, small personal jet, seven people on it, uh, taking off in California, and doesn't really get to take off. It goes off the runway. What's going on with the Yankees? Dude, well, I'm telling you, the curse of the Bambino has officially been reversed. I believe it when it happened and the Red Sox came back and beat the Yankees being from 3-0 down. You just knew that at some point with that rivalry, 
things have reversed. And here I think we finally have more proof because the Yankees haven't done anything as far as winning a postseason since then. Yeah, it's been six years since they've really they've haven't they haven't won it won it in six years and yeah, even then just about yeah five years a billion dollars spent. Mike in the eight sixty three. What's up, Mike? Hey, I just want to let you guys know about the uh, the whole myth about planes being able to land on the interstate. Mm-hmm. It was only it was only like that in, during World War Two. Um, I'm reading this right now, and it says there are some illusions that are made to it in certain acts that have been passed, but nothing specifically saying that there's no law, regulation, policy, sliver of red tape that requires one out of five miles of the interstate system to be straight. Why not? That just seems practical, though. So It should be that way if it isn't. Tommy Bateman uh, found me this that is supposedly from the U.S. Department of Transportation Federal Highway Administration, mm-hmm. public roads, and the myth. Well, that makes me feel less safe then. Yeah, I know. I was hoping that one in every five miles was actually for that. I was I was just hoping, you know, it, it would make you feel better that they were thinking about that ahead of time, mm-hmm. you know? No one but thinks they, about anything ahead of time. Yeah, there's no uh, real contingency plan for it. When I was in elementary school, there was a small plane that crashed at the uh, O'Connell High School across the street from me. He just plowed into the side of this uh, hill in this big-ass field while kids were there, too. I'm just not down with getting on a small plane. I can't do it. Maybe it's just I've seen La Bamba too many times. Mm-hmm. I, when I went to Vegas, I had to fly on a pretty small one, the smallest one I've ever flown on. Probably 25 people could fit on it uh, to... Uh, to uh, just over to Palm Beach or something. I, I can't remember where we're going. But, um, yeah, I, I couldn't even handle that small of a plane. Well, I, I remember the only time I've been on a small plane that actually had propellers was when I was going to visit my buddy uh, Lefty up in Michigan, and he was in Flint at the time. And so I flew into Detroit. Then I had to get on one of they call those puddle jumpers mm-hmm. that has, you know, it's basically one seat on each side. Uh, you got the propellers. The whole time, and there was no... I was like, wow, I'm going to die flying from the Detroit to Flint, <laughs> of all things. Because uh, he can't make the drive down to Detroit Metro Airport. Yeah, and the 45-minute drive, if that. So instead, i got to get in, on an airplane for 20 minutes. And you don't get very high up in the sky, either. Mm-hmm. We're talking to our buddy Giddy, who were, uh, owns the Matador, where we just were, for the Hideout Happy Hour. And he's talking about some of the uh, you know small planes that he's flown in and having his pilot's license. I, I can't do it, man. I'm too much of a wuss. I did, uh, when I was a kid, I went to Hawaii, and we went from island to island on one of those little things. And even uh, even a few years ago, I went to North Carolina, and they had to go outside and manually start the propellers. <laughs> I see. That would scare me. They're just like it's the like it's the price is right, and they're spinning the wheel, and they're hoping to get a dollar. I had my eyes closed the entire time, so I don't know what they did. I just didn't like it that I had to walk on the tarmac onto the plane, and then they're like, we're going to start the plane now. And then there's a guy out there jumping up and spinning them. Giddy, I asked Giddy, too. I'm like, so how fast do you have to be going to get one of these little Cessnas or whatever they are uh, off, the, uh, off the ground? He's like, uh, 50 miles an hour. About 50 to 60 miles an hour. But like, are you kidding? That's it? That's what gets you off the, off the ground? Can't do it. Not interested in doing it. Corbina in the 407. What's up? Corbina? Oh, yep. hello? That's you. 
Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how you guys are talking about the Yankees and the Bambinos. That's not cool. Don't ever talk trash about my team like that ever again. I'm very sick of it and all the put-downs that we get. My team is very good. What do you, Your team's the Yankees? You haven't won anything yeah, the Yankees. in five years. No. I don't, I don't know. They're a great team. They haven't won anything in five years, but they're still a good team. What about Cut that, that bitch off? Next call. I didn't know we were talking trash about the Yankees. I didn't, yeah. All I'm saying is it seems like the the curse of the Bambino has yeah. been reversed. Yeah, you can't bring up the Yankees without kissing ass or uh, Yankee fans get pissed. I'm not interested. You know damn well. You spent a billion dollars and you haven't won anything in the last five years. Whatever. You have to be disappointed, too. I'm a big sports guy, and uh, I think the Yankees are the worst team ever. You're right. Worse than the Redskins ever were. The only Lydell you know is Chuck. Yeah, so? Exactly. That's all you know about it. It's my it. best friend. It's a hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. I'll remind you, uh, right now going on Matador Pine Street between uh, Magnolia and Orange. Hideout happy hour. Two for one uh, specials on the domestics and wells. So go check that out. It's every Friday from 5 to 8. Let's go to Bob in 386 real quick. What's up, Bob? Hey, man, tell them whiny-ass Yankee fans to quit calling. They can't buy a World Series. They're pissed because an actual team's going to get there. Tell them to quit your whining, man. Tell them to call the Phillips file and whine to Jack. Uh, they're yeah. worse than, they're I, worse than them damn overpaid prima donna Yankees themselves. You know, it's it, you, you do kind of feel bad, too, because at least, you know, we're buddies with some Yankees fans. Jack, mm-hmm. you know, Chunks is a big-time Yankees fan. And every year... Um, how can you feel bad for them after all the uh, championships they've won? There is something to be said, though, for having your hopes built up so high. Yeah, I mean, no matter how far they make it, if they don't win it all, it's always a disappointment. And that pressure has to be crazy. Um, Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it, I couldn't even imagine playing for the Yankees where the only, the only thing you play for every year is a championship, and there's nothing else. And if anything short of that, it's, it's a complete failure. I know all... Players and teams say that, but a lot of times, you know, you aren't expected to do it, and it's even sweeter when it happens. And when when you're on the Yankees, it's so expected and everything, it kind of has to take away from that little oomph of winning it all. The extra excitement. And by the way, the Tigers now going three and zero in their series as they beat the A's three uh, nothing. Hey, talk about movies. Um, it's on Bright House uh, Networks um, on demand, channel three hundred. Um, you can uh, dial it up any anytime you want. That's uh, Daniel and Blackbean reviewing, movie, uh, reviewing movies, and I got a chance to watch it. I believe earlier in the week this week I got a chance to see it. It was very funny. Uh, Did you see it when Chunks is on it? No, I didn't realize. I was actually I was that's what I was there for. I was looking to see when Chunks. Chunks is I guess. He did the uh, the Guardian review, mm-hmm. or he's he's somehow a part of the Guardian review. But this week's reviews include Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Departed and uh, Employee of the Month. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, the uh, new one they have out in theaters, prequel essentially. I want to I want to go see that. I've heard really good things about it. I didn't really like the uh, the, uh, remake? the remake they made, mm-hmm. but I hear the prequel's really really good. I'm uh all three of these I want to see. Chainsaw. The Departed, I, I, Rotten Tomatoes gave that thing like 95% yeah, every, positive rating. Everyone says it's fantastic. That's the Scorsese, uh, Scorsese flick mm-hmm. with, um, God, who is it? DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Uh, Nicholson. Matt Damon. Um, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, there's a lot of guys in that. And then Employee of the Month with Jessica Simpson and Dane Cook. So anyway, looking for that. Uh, Bright House Networks, on demand, 300 anytime.
you can uh, dial it up and support those boys. Uh, every week we're going to do something called the um, the Hideout DVR Rewind, because all week long, of course, you listen to the Hideout. Then on Fridays, we have a chance to clean out our DVR and watch all the shows. And we're going to go back, and we're going to be able to talk about them, give them a little review. And obviously, we want you to uh, hop in with us, 407-916-1041, We'll start off with the Monday shows, mm-hmm. Heroes. Dubs, have you finally gotten around to watching all the heroes? Last night, I watched Heroes for the first time. I hadn't watched any of them yet. I had two of them sitting on my DVR, the first two. So I watched those two on DVR. Loved them. So I went to NBC.com and watched the last one on there because, for some reason, my DVR didn't pick it up. I think it was messing up on uh, Monday through Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So I watched it on there. Actually very shocked on the quality of watching online and the how little commercials are. Every, like, 15 minutes, are like only, like, 30 seconds of commercials. Right, right, right. Um, who's your favorite character in Heroes so far? Um, I would have to say my favorite character would be the... I would say the cheerleader, but her, her attitude pisses me off. I'll have to say it is the painter. Really? Mm-hmm. You don't like the Asian guy? No. At all? He, he freaks me out. I think he's awesome, too. Are you watching that one, Tommy? Are you watching Heroes at all? No. Mondays are pretty much filled with uh, Prison Break and Vanished. See, I haven't watched either one of those. Are those any good this year? Uh, at first, I wasn't sure how Prison Break was going to go, because they actually got out of prison. Sorry for anyone who hasn't seen season one yet, but mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but it's actually turned around. Actually, it's pretty good. Tommy, I think you'd like Heroes. It's, uh, it's your kind of show. I know you were having problems even watching the very first episode and getting through the first ten minutes. And right? I did again this time when I watched it. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on here? Why am I watching this for the first ten minutes? And then I got into it and uh, had to watch all three episodes I last gave it, night. I gave uh, this week's episode an A. Now, stick it on Monday night. Uh, the other show that we're watching is Studio 60. Your thoughts on Studio 60 this week? Studio 60 this week was the least favorite of all episodes I've watched, but still very, very good. I thought it was weak. Uh, I think part of the problem was that they got a little bit too involved with... The love story? Yeah, a love story and kind of the personal thing as opposed to why a lot of people are watching kind of the -the behind-the-scenes entertainment angle. I think you have to have that element in it a little bit. I hope they don't exploit it too much. But you have to have that love element in there a little bit just to pull the chicks in. Do you think that the blonde Christian uh, actress is hot? I hate her. Yeah, I don't like her oh. either. Uh, right, along those same There's lo- something very, very um, odd about her mouth. Right, what other what other shows screwed themselves, I think, a little bit too much by ended up doing a little bit too much of the backstory as far as the characters go? I know that's where the X-Files started to go sour for me when it was more about Scully and Mulder as opposed to, you know, the actual X-Files, what the show was based around. Well, uh, like three episodes last year in Lost, I thought it started going a little bit too far that way, and I was getting kind of upset with it, but that one turned around. Um, 407 because it is a common mistake that happens. Mm. You know, you'll see a law and order that sticks to, all right, here's where our bread and butter is. We're not going to get to know too much about any of the detectives. We're going to know a little bit. We're not going to get to know uh, essentially anything about the prosecutors. You know, just maybe mm-hmm. a couple of uh, indiscretions here or there. And all in comments, not really in uh, in flashbacks or anything like that. It's all in, like, you know, them commenting, not in dialogue. What, all right, what did you think of Lost this week? I know we talked about it a lot last night when we were broadcasting live from the uh 
the uh, Do Action Sports Tour? I give it a, an A. I think it was a very, very, very strong episode. It was uh, better than the the first episode. I liked it. I thought I thought it was perfect. I gave it a B minus. I will say this. It was though. a B plus yesterday. Uh, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. B minus for Studio 60. B plus for Lost. Again, I do not think that Evang- uh, Evangeline Lilly is hot. She's a good actress, though. She has duck face. And she literally looks like a duck. It's odd. Like, it's like uh, watching DuckTales. And then the other thing the about it... The first thing you ran a batch to, oddly enough. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is it just seems like it is essentially a M. Night Shyamalan movie, uh, The Village. And the others are just about one to keep the outside world outside of their little island that they have. Well, I did read a lost book. And they said... I'm the, just glad you're reading now. They said that uh, the writers do have uh, the book The Stand by Stephen King in uh, in their writing uh, room at all times. So uh, the stand is basically a big virus type thing is going on out in the world, and uh, it focuses around seven people in a desert area, and uh, so and not knowing what's going on in the outside world. So it's kind of like that where they're pulling that storyline out of. Again, I it was it was a good episode this week, but I don't know how long I can hang tight. Mm. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It is Friday night in the hideout. Don't forget, coming up in about 15 minutes, we have your questions for Mark St. Amant, our fantasy football expert. You're going to want to line that up. I'm in desperate need of a running back. Yeah. I'm in desperate need of a running back. I offered you a trade last week, and you didn't pick it up, so I made a trade with uh, with Matt Albert. I know. I'm hurting really, really bad so far. Uh, still a lot to get done, to Open door policy at uh, 10 o'clock, so do come on up and hang out and we'll go out afterwards and have a uh, a nice drink. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Let's go to Boggs Wayne Gacy. What's up, Boggs Wayne Gacy? What do you got? Hey, guys. Um... Dubs, which show did you say that those guys had the copy of The Stand with? Uh, it is uh, Lost. Okay, my question is, I read The Stand, mm-hmm. and uh, how many times on that show would you say that they have urinated on themselves? <laughs> because in the book, they urinated on themselves at least ten times in the book. I, they, they are they are doing it verbatim, and everything in the in the uh, the stand is in uh, Lost. They're just doing, you know, they they have uh, some similarities and they they have a few different things in there in the middle of the hideout dvr rewind we're kind of reviewing the shows from the week because obviously we don't get a chance to watch them live so we want to be able to talk about them at some point though because you know there are a lot of big shows out there we've talked about heroes studio 60 lost jericho finally had a storyline worth watching really i still have a dvr'd uh i'm i haven't watched it yet but you told me yesterday this one is worth watching, and I may try to get back into it. I, I did skip episode three, though. Jericho Wednesday nights on NBC, or on CBS is about the nuclear explosion mm-hmm. in a small town in Kansas and how they react. Lo and behold, the black guy <laughs> in Kansas, uh, there seems to be some sort of a conspiracy that he, hap- he may be in on. So that finally seems like a storyline that the show is finally worth uh, hopping on. 
Um, also, in addition, on thir- on Wednesdays, South Park was brilliant. Yeah? This South Park was about Cartman trying to pin 9-11 on Kyle, I believe. <laughs> and based around, like, the loose change 9-11 uh, movies and 9-11truth.org, and, like, all that kind of stuff. And um, it was brilliant. Yeah? Those boys from South Park are, are incredibly funny. Uh, I, on, on one hand, kind of got my feelings hurt a little bit. Why is that? Just because I... You bought into it, and now they're making fun of it? Yeah. I, I don't necessarily buy into everything, but I do I do worry when people don't question. Mm-hmm. But they made some fantastic, like, satirical points about, you know, the whole conspiracy theory thing. So uh, South Park was, uh, was brilliant. Uh, Thursdays. What are you watching on Thursdays, Dubs? Thursdays? Uh, last night I watched... Um... Oh, did we talk about the Nine? On no, Wednesday. we have not watched. Uh, uh, we haven't talked about the nine yet. Wednesday, you did- that's Wednesdays on ABC after loss. Yeah, you uh, you didn't watch this week, did you? No, so I have an incomplete as a grade as far as that goes. I give it a, a B. I think it's definitely a very very good show, better than most on right now, but um, it's developing a little bit slowly. The first episode, I didn't know exactly which way they were going to take the story and what they were going to do with it. It kind of uh, comes out of what way they're going to take it, and I'm digging the storyline so far. The the nine is with the nine people that were stuck in the uh, bank for 52 hours during a uh, during a robbery, right? And uh, I guess like the uh, the cops messed up out there with the uh, with trying to get the hostages out and everything. A couple of people died, and these nine people are now connected. And, uh, you know, are watching out for each other. And it's all about their experiences in and now after. All right. Now, they, did they get a little bit more into what happened during the 52 hours this week? What they did this week was basically hour one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I can date. Well, that's how they're going to try to stretch it out over mm-hmm. four or five seasons. Exactly. <laughs> I, that's, that's what I was worried about. I'm like, what are they going to do with this? How are they going to right. uh, get this to, you know, go on? Uh, it's the Hideout DVR Rewind, 407-916-1041, Real quick, Talon. What's up, Talon? Hey. Hey, I'm just going to forget about something tonight. What's that? I'm just going to, like, I decided not to go. But maybe, if, hey, if, if I can give Gazoo my number, they give it. There's someone going through downtown right now that wants to talk to you. Oh, really? Hold on. Maddox. Dude, what's going on, brother, dude? Watch you meet me by the dude station? I mean, uh, bus station, dude. Yeah, I am by the bus station. Dude, brother, I'll pick you up. What stall are you going to be in, dude? Uh... You going to open door, right? Yeah. I usually like to keep the door shut in the stall while that's going on, dude. But whether, dude, the only thing I ask for, uh, is a ride, dude. <laughs> All right. Some A-N-A. All right. <laughs> All right. Poor talent can't get up here from the matter door to uh, to the open door policy. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Survivor sucks. F, I don't know why I'm still watching it. Maybe just out of habit. I didn't. Ever since they've stopped the whole segregated angle, can't mm-hmm. dig it on it, dig on it anymore. Shark, I feel bad because I turned you on to it this week. I thought it was kind of weak. I hadn't watched it yet. I do have a DVR. Should I watch it still? And I wouldn't watch this week, to be perfectly honest Okay, with you. and just wait for next week yeah, and uh, try that one out. Yeah, and then The Office, again, another one that was brilliant, and I give it an A. So to me, the best episodes of the week had to be Heroes, uh, The Office, South Park, and 
probably Lost. Yeah? Those were probably the best four episodes of anything that I watched this week. But um, you don't know how long you're going to stick with Lost, though. On my DVR. I'm, I'm up. If I've stuck with Survivor, now that I have DVR. Exactly. If I, if I had to set, like, a videotape, you know, on my VHS and, you know, go through that whole hassle... But if it's as simple as clicking, mm-hmm. select, record, yes, then I'll probably stick with Lost. Manny in the 407. What's up, Manny? Hey, I was just wondering what you guys thought about the, them canceling Smith and if you got to watch any of that. I heard Smith was a brilliant show, but I never even, I guess I'll partly take the blame for it. It was my fault. What was Smith? Oh, he punched out. I want to know what Smith was. Because I heard uh, from, one of, from uh, when listening to the Ron and Fez show, Ron mm-hmm. Bennington on XM202 said it was a really good show, and that was one that on his, I recommend- heard of it. That one on his recommendation that I was just going to kind of tune in and see what was going on, because there seemed to be a lot of hype around it as far as critically acclaimed, and then it went away very, very quickly. And I don't understand that either when you've, you've taken the time, maybe you've ordered a few episodes, I don't know why you wouldn't give it, an, you know, at least six to eight episodes and see if people hop on at that point. It doesn't make sense to me if you're going to go ahead and go through a pilot, you're going to build a set. You're putting all this money into it. Why not run the six to eight episodes and see if uh, at some point a buzz catches on? Because not everything happens immediately. Mm-hmm. you got to come out with, and that's the other thing I've noticed, too. you got to come out with something big. Heroes, uh, there was a lot of hype around just because it was, uh, you know, the super comics thing, uh, the, uh, superhero type, uh, angle. Yeah, and the comic book angle. And in the episode, in the, uh, the promos too, you have the girl trying to kill herself or hurt herself. So that helped you. Lost, the main reason people tuned in Lost in the very beginning was just to watch the airplane disintegrate in midair. Yeah, because, uh, they showed just a little bit of it on the previews and it, it was very visually stimulating. So everybody's like, oh, I gotta watch this. And the same thing with the nine happening with this, uh, bank robbery right in the middle and they made it seem like, wow, this is gonna be a real mysterious thing going on. You know, maybe I need to check that out. Let's go to A Town in 386. What's up, A Town? Not much. What's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. You know, you guys always talk about Lost on your show, and I'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. So I went out last night and rented the uh, first disc for season one, and i got to tell you, it's a great, one of the greatest shows I've ever watched. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I, I didn't watch it the first season, uh, I, I was a lucky caller nine here. And uh, <laughs> I, took, I took home the first season of Lost, watched every episode within 18 hours. I'll tell you how I got into it. It was just in the last couple of weeks. I saw the first, like, three or four episodes. I haven't even watched the DVDs from season one or two yet. But they do a very good, comprehensive kind of, like... Recap. Recap of the first two seasons. So when you watch the season opener, it's very easy for you to hop into. So that's cool that you'll be able to be in on the discussions. Appreciate that, brother. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. That's the other thing you notice, too. Mm -hmm. A lot of these shows now are going back and the first almost three or four minutes is previously on jericho yes and they start from the very first episode and recap all the way through to where they are now or even lost if it's going to have something to do with a certain storyline they'll go back to season one and uh pull a couple clips from that and everything just to kind of give you an update if you are not you know hardcore into it like a lot of people are. Um, one thing I did watch this week, I watched both uh, Law and Orders. I haven't watched any new Law and Orders in a while, and I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. That's a, but the bad thing about Law and Order, you can miss episodes, and it really doesn't matter. So I know I'm not going to watch it every week. Yeah, that is the tough thing, because you have something like Lost or another show like that, where it's kind of you have to go through every episode, because mm-hmm. otherwise you feel like you really missed something. Are you still watching My Name is Earl? No. Why? 
I don't know. I just... I, I, I didn't want to. I, it just really... It seemed... I don't know. Just too lowbrow almost. I mean, I like Jason Lee and the... Con- it seems like it has a great cast. It's one of those that if it's ever on syndication, I'll watch it. Dubs, I'm mm-hmm. so mad at you for not watching The Office. The I, Office is a... They run so many gags that you and I run on this show mm-hmm. that I don't know... I, I know you'd be laughing your ass off. One of them yesterday was they were going around talking about experiences in which they've lost somebody, you know, like somebody's died in their life, mm-hmm. and they're sitting around in their office, and it's kind of a grieving session, and one of the girls starts out with, oh, I had an aunt who was a famous boxer, and she got hurt, <laughs> and we had to pull the tube on her. <laughs> so then the other guy catches on to the gimmick. Of course, that's the um, storyline to Million Dollar Baby. The other guy catches on. He's like, hey, I'm next. I want to tell a story about how I had a cousin, uh, Mustafa, who got trampled <laughs> while we were on a tour in Africa. And then another guy goes, uh, I had a friend over the weekend, his name was Bernie, and he died, and we had to pretend that uh, he was alive the whole weekend. So it's just like little funny, silly stuff like that that you and I are constantly doing. That, you know, it's a lot of fun. I'm telling you, you got to watch the show. Let's go to David in the 954. What's up, David? Hey, what about Friday Night Lights? I, um, I have it DVR'd right now. Have you watched it yet, David? Tell me what you're I thoughts. haven't watched it, but I've heard about it, and I just want to see what you guys feedback. What are you, what are you hearing about it? Because I, I DVR'd it. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I, it's a show that I know I'll want to hate. I'm hearing it's kind of so-so right now, and they yeah. need to get a better storyline in there. Uh, yeah, because it's the other thing, too, and thank you. I can't, I can't do the Friday Night, Friday Night Lights thing. Yeah, you are from Texas. I'm from Texas. I remember Odessa Permian and the Mojo, mm-hmm. and they were an amazing high school football team, and they were feared not only in the state, like it was automatically they would win state. You know, it's just a matter of where they would come in in the, na- in the national rankings. Um, but I figure, I figure, like after the movie, mm-hmm. what more are you gonna get? Yeah, I, I don't, I, I. Not sure if they're going with the same season or afterwards or what. I'll watch it this weekend. And here's the other thing that I wonder about too: the Friday Night Lights, like mm-hmm. the the spectacle, the spectacle of Friday Night High School football. I know it's huge here in Florida, mm-hmm. obviously fantastic high school football here. It's huge in Texas, but I don't know if it necessarily carries over nationwide. I mean, was it that big in Michigan? It was fairly big in Michigan. But I know, like, uh, Michigan is one of those very few states that uh, actually everybody goes out to the high school football games or anything. But, like, the Ohio's, the uh, Minnesota's, all those areas, like Midwest, mm-hmm. most of them aren't big on high school football. Because I know, like, around here or even growing up in Texas, when it comes to Friday night football, I mean, it was, there's nothing else you're doing. Mm-mm. You are going, you're going to the high school game. It's on the radio. The stadiums are huge. They seat five to six thousand. At, at least mine did. A, a lot of local TV stations will uh, cover the games and everything and play them. It's so big, even, and I know everybody around here knows that. Is that even there will be a high school football wrap up? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of given times on the weekends too, where you get to know all of the games uh, throughout the area. Um, I know the NFL, for one thing, won't, won't put games on Friday. Because of high school football, and they don't want, for one thing, they don't want to pull any attention away from high school football. It is a, uh, you know, it's something to help out the the game overall. Right. But they know in some states, 
people are out of those games, they aren't going to watch theirs. It's the high, uh, the hideout DVR rewind four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Taking a, b- a look back at all the uh, shows from the week and giving mm-hmm. our thoughts, and we want to hear your thoughts too. Maybe even if there's a show that we're not watching yet that we should be on top of. Let's go to Tim in the four zero seven. What's up, Tim? Hey, what's going on, you guys? Hey, hey, what about that TV show, Kidnapped? They had, like, one episode, and then I guess, I don't know what happened. It, it was one of those that they didn't give it a chance. It was just like um, like Smith. I watched the first episode because I had uh, taped The Biggest Loser, mm-hmm. and so I happened to watch Kidnapped the first time, and I think they literally gave it two, maybe three episodes, and they punched out on it. Did you watch it? Did you like it? He's already gone. Dubs, you have a fast trigger finger over there. So, I want to ask these people what they thought about the show and whether or not they... Uh, I'm they, sorry. They liked it or not. I liked you, it, especially when it followed a prison break. Oh, wait, no, that's Vanished. Oh, is it the same thing? Yeah, it's about a senator's wife who gets uh, kidnapped. I, you know what, really quickly? I've watched 30 Rock, which is Tina Fey mm-hmm. and um, Tracy Morgan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stephen Baldwin? Yeah. Or, no, Alec. Stephen, Alec. And I'm watching this show, and I'm thinking, I like Studio 60 so much, I can't get behind 30 Rock. Just because it's the same sort of premise, but it's kind of campy and goofy, mm-hmm. and I'd rather it be more realistic. Even though it does have some very realistic parts to it, I'd rather it be more realistic, uh, like a Studio 60 is. Fantasy football and more of this if you like. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Kicking off hour two on a Friday night. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs with you. Do hop in when you get the chance, 407-916-1041. In fact, if you have fantasy football questions, light them up. We got our uh, boy Mark St. Amant. He uh, wrote a couple of great books. Mm-hmm. And also, too, he is uh, blogging for uh, the NewYorkTimes.com and their fantasy he's, football blog. He's been on ESPN Classic. He's been everywhere. Yeah. Mark St. Amant. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? I, I like my uh, like my Kanye West intro. Mm-hmm. All right, well, then that's yours Brand every new. week. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, uh, how's oh, it going? Uh, Dubs, you want to start off with your team? Because I, sure. I have a ton of problems. Um, My team, uh, I need uh, help on who I should start with uh, my wide receiver position and uh, I guess my uh, running back as well. Um. I, for my wide receivers, I have Randy Moss, Jericho Cotre, uh Andre Johnson, Roy Williams, Derek Mason, and uh, Marvin Harrison's on buy, so I don't have him. Right, right. Uh, you got a lot. And how many of those guys? Three. Oh, three. Uh, so, come again. Uh, uh, Randy Moss, uh, Jericho Cotre, and Andre Johnson, who I have starting right now. But on the bench right now, and I, I'll, I'm willing to switch any of them out, Roy Williams, who is probable, uh, and uh, Derek Mason. Yeah, I would definitely uh, keep Mason on the bench. Um, definitely Andre, mm-hmm. I think, is, uh, is, is he's putting up numbers regardless of who they're playing. Carr is throwing him a ton every game. Um, God, Moss, it's 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 always tough to to bench him because he's just yeah. I had him on the bench earlier this week and I couldn't bring myself to do it. I, I took him right back off there and put yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, if uh, Kotcher, I think make does make a nice start against um, Miami. They actually, yeah. uh, you know, they do have a tough pass defense, but you know they'll be focused mostly on Coles and Kotcher will probably roam free a little bit. Um, God, the Broncos, as great a defense as they have, you know, they're they're a little. Um, uh, not as rough against number one receivers, so mm-hmm. Moss could do all right. But Jesus, it's so it's so hard to start him these days because you know his high points been 50 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would actually uh, 
bite the bullet. I, I would bench Moss and start Roy if Roy's healthy. Okay, I'll, I'll make that. So I'll leave uh, Moss in for right now, but uh, the yeah. update and uh, like around noon, yeah, twelve thirty. I, I think Cotri and Johnson should be your set guys, and then you kind of play play the injury watch on uh, Roy Williams. But it might be the kind of thing, and this goes for, for all Moss owners. It might be the kind of thing where he's got to sort of prove himself before he, he gets back in your start starting lineup. Right on, and uh, yeah, Denver. At my uh, running back position. I have uh, Dane Tomlinson, of course, is going to start. I need another starter between Kevin Jones, uh, Chris Brown, and Kevin Barlow. Oh, Kevin Jones. Kevin Jones? Definitely okay. Kevin Jones. I mean, he's he's uh, um, he didn't have a great game last week, but um, you know the Vikings have a tough run defense. Buffalo does not have a good run defense. Okay. They have a much better pass defense, and uh, um, and regardless, he he gets even even if they do fall behind. Like, granted, they might not happen against Buffalo, but. If they, if it, they do fall behind, he gets those pass, he gets those uh, receptions, yeah, and reception yards. Definitely Kevin Jones. Oh, okay. So hideout road radio one hundred four point one. I want to remind you, you can go to the hideout fantasy pick your pony uh, contest on realradio.fm. Pick which person you think is going to do the best this weekend. That could uh, get you entered to win a cater party for twenty people from Wing Street. Wing Street, the new Buffalo sauce. At Wing Street, your choice of three heat levels: medium, mild, and burning hot. And uh, of course, the other eight. Shaking, uh, eight or earth shaking flavors as well. So check that out. Uh, Wing Street. Okay, uh, I have a question. C Lane, the intern. For Mark Sinemont, fantasy football. I have uh, wide receivers Heinz Ward or Eddie Kennison. Who would you go with? Ooh, those are two tough ones. Um, got Ward. The, the Pittsburgh pass defense, uh, pass, passing game has been so rough lately. Um, you know, it, it's hard to recommend anyone catching. Or not catching balls from Ben Roethlisberger. Um, you know, I'd of those two though, I'd have to say Ward simply because Ward is is the number one target um, of the balls that don't end up in the stands that Ben's throwing. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, Kennison and you know he's he's sort of dueling with it's basically Larry Johnson and then Gonzalez gets some targets and uh, you know I don't think Damon Hewitt's going to do much against the Pittsburgh D. Um, you know, the Pittsburgh rush defense is a little banged up, so I think this could be the Larry Johnson show. I, I, I would go high toward. Okay. Fantasy football questions from Mark Santa Mont, 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Let's go to Derek in the 407. What's up, Derek? Hi, man. What's up? What do you got? Uh, I got the Chiefs defense and the Eagles defense. Who do you think I should start? Um, I think you got to go with the Chiefs because, um, like I was just saying, Roethlisberger is, is in a complete funk. And, uh, you know, the, the, the Saints have put up some really good numbers so far. Granted, they've been against some uh, fairly weak pass, pass defenses. So, I, you know, I, I think the, the Eagles could get some good points. But I think your best bet is that Ben throws a couple interceptions. Um, and because, they, you know, they're, they're going to stack the line against Willie and force Ben to actually try to have a good game. So I'd go with the Chiefs. All right, very good. Um, all right, here's my problem all year. Running back. Yep. Uh, yeah, Sean Alexander continues to be out. I uh, Fred Taylor on a bye. Chester Taylor on a bye. Yeah, Jurius Norwood even looks like he could be banged up for this weekend. I got Rudy Johnson starting. Yep. And there's nothing else left out there. So I'm looking at a backup running back, essentially. Who's the best backup running back uh, as far as choices go? Cedric Benson, Liddell Betts. Maybe there's a Travis Henry that I can go out there and get. What are you thinking? I, I, of, of, of just the guys you just said, I would say Cedric Benson, um, because chances are the Bears will get ahead in Arizona. Thomas, they, I think they're going to give it, give Thomas Jones a real nice shot to uh, 
get a little revenge on the team that drafted him and ended up dumping him, the Cardinals. But, um, you know, just like we saw last week, if it does get down to garbage time, um, you know, Cedric, Cedric's going to get a lot of carries and, well, rel- relatively, you know, a lot of carries for a guy who's going to come in fairly late in the game. Um, but he, he looked, he did, granted it was Buffalo, but he looked really good last week. He looked good down on the goal line and he looked really, you know, for the first time, you know, I've watched a bunch of the Bears games because I own Jones and mm-hmm. I end up, uh, you know, going over there on the, the Sunday ticket. And Jones looks, looks very good, uh, the last couple of weeks, but Benson really looked good for the first time all season. I, I would go Cedric Benson. Here's the problem. I got three Bears going on Monday night. I hate leaving it to Monday night because I got Grossman, uh, the kicker, Gould, and now Benson, all just yeah. sitting there on a Monday night. I'm going to be you know so what, though, worried about it. It's worse for your opponent because your opponent's like, you know what, no matter what I do Sunday, there's a chance he's going to kick my ass on Monday night. That, so. and at least the Bears are going up against Arizona. Yeah. Exactly. It's, 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 it's a good week to start your Bears. So. Now, I have to, I want to thank you because uh, you had to drop people this week, and I picked up Corey Dillon. Uh, yeah, uh, go. I don't know what I was thinking. There you uh, go. Well, here's no, the thing. You know what? You know what I would say is, when you mentioned uh, early on, Chris Brown's the kind of guy at this point. You, you can you can go ahead and dump him. If there's anyone out there, yeah, um, like a even you know like a Marion Barber, uh, a Leon Washington, a, a, a running back with any upside, Michael Turner. If if, if no one's on, uh, if he's not on anybody's roster, the uh, you know the, the guy uh, backing up uh, Ladanian, getting a lot of carries and looking really good. I would dump Chris Brown for anyone that has even more upside because that guy's just a, you know, he's yeah. not happening. Right yeah, I, I have no uh, intention of using him. I, yeah. I'm just waiting for someone to come around so I can uh, drop him and pick up someone else. Right, right, right. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, fantasy uh, football. Mark St. Amant. Tommy, you all set? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got going? Babian's always got some good questions. Um... Let's see. For running back, I got Ronnie Brown, <laughs> Thomas Jones, and uh, who else do I have? Uh, Lamont Jordan. <laughs> uh, you start two of those guys. Yeah. I would say, uh, being a Lamont owner myself, I have to start him this week. But if I if I had options like Thomas and Ronnie, I'd sit him. Um, Brown, you know, he, he's he's annihilated me all all year in in probably three or four i do like a you know a weekly sort of prediction kind of thing for that new york times blog you mentioned and and i think uh in the first three or four i i put ronnie brown in there as a star especially when they played houston i was like all right this is the week he goes off and he disappointed me so how many hate mail uh letters did you get from that one oh uh a a couple (laughs) a couple but but then the stock answer is well look you know don't don't be writing me and saying i made you start him You, you make your own decision but you know we just we just guide you here um, well, but, uh, if there's any week that I, 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 after Houston that Ronnie should go off, it's against the Jets. They cannot stop anyone on the ground. And Thomas Jones, I think, is a must-start against Arizona. So uh, Lamont's playing at Denver. I would sit him. Oh, boy. Well, I'm really worried about this week in the helmet of shame. I uh, actually got a real quick uh, wide receiver question, too. Uh, I got Bernard Berrien, yep. Lee Evans versus Detroit, Lavernius Coles versus Miami, uh, let's see, T.O. versus Houston, and Daryl Jackson versus St. Louis. Who do I go with? I have three of them. You, three of those guys. Yeah, good choices there. I, w- I would, as much as, uh, as, as much angst as the wing nut can cause you, I would, uh, I would definitely start T.O. against Houston. Because a lot of times, a lot of times these, these receivers, you know, they bitch and moan, and next thing you know, they, they end up getting, getting the balls they want. That said, I mean, T.O. was targeted 13 times last week. I don't know what he's bitching about, but, 
Um, but still. I got to say, they were poorly thrown balls and poorly th- they, opportunities. He dropped a couple, but a lot of them were they, just flung in his direction. Target is uh, is in in the uh, you know the the rock and roll finger quotes there. Um, yeah, t- but it's still, you know, T.O. at home against Houston. Houston's got a very bad pass defense. Mm-hmm. I would go T.O. I would go Daryl Jackson um, because, you know, Seattle, had, had they're coming off the bye. They're playing a, a really key division matchup against the Rams. That's going to be, you know, a pass fest. Um, so Jackson, T.O., and the other ones were at Berrien, Coles, and who was the other one? Lee Evans. Lee Evans. God, you know what? You, you got some good choices. It's, it's hard to bench any of those. Yeah, guys. I know. I really do like Lee Evans' matchup this week, though, because if, if there's a, a team that's up there with, with Houston and some of these other teams that really can't stop the pass, it's uh, it's Detroit. Um, hey. You know, I. It, but it's hard to recommend sitting Coles or Berrien. Yeah, especially Coles uh, against Miami. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I... Coles is a little banged up. Um, it sounds like he, you know, he practiced today. It sounds like he's going to play. Um, but they, they do a good job in the number one receivers, like I'm saying, and which means you know I think Cotri will have a good game. Um, I would I would probably go Jackson, T.O., and Lee Evans. There you go, Tommy Bateman. Let's go to uh, Dr. Hitler in the 407. What's up, Dr. Hitler? Uh, question hey, for uh, What's going on? All right, this is a two-part question. Number one, my quarterbacks are uh, – Donovan McNabb and Michael Vick, and I'm just bragging a little bit. Yeah, ass. And then uh, here's my problem. I'm in one of those leagues where you get a flex player, a starting running back, and two starting receivers. Yeah. Uh, my running backs are Amon Green, Cadillac, and Maroney from New England. Yeah. And then my wide receivers are Chad Johnson, Reggie Wayne, Plexico Burris, and Walker. Like, who do I go with this week? You go uh, Javon, Chad, and Plexico. Um, you don't go Maroney, obviously, because um, they're not. It's bye week. Game. Um, and Cadillac, and because Cincinnati cannot stop the run. Um, you mentioned another running back, which I, I don't think makes a difference. Cause I think Cadillac's your guy. So you can you can start one running back, three receiver kind of thing. Uh, yeah, one running back, two running backs, and two receivers, or one running back and three receivers. Yeah, you know, I, you go Cadillac, and then and then uh, Walker, Chad, and um, uh, da, 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 who'd we just say? He knows who the other one is. Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. Very good. Yeah, Chad, 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 yep. All right, there it is. Thank you, Dr. Hitler. Thank you, Mark St. Amant. Uh, check out the NewYorkTimes.com in the blog section. Pick up the fantastic books. Yeah, uh, committed uh, Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie, and his new one, Just Kick It. And uh, Tommy says it's a fantastic yeah. book. Oh, good. Yeah, thanks. It's, uh, that's out Tuesday. And I hope he's better at picking fantasy football than he is at getting his uniform on, which was a <laughs> horrible ordeal for him. Uh, or, so or when he pretends... football uniform before in my life, so it was a learning experience. <laughs> that's awesome. There he is, Mark Sanamon, every Friday, fantasy football. Thank you, buddy. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Later. All right, 407-916-1041, Open door policy is still coming up. The hip-hop news update. There's a lot of news still to get to as well, Dubs. A whole lot. We'll, uh, we'll squeeze all that in next in the Hideout Room Radio 104.1. Uh, give me two seconds. Oh, first of all, I want to know what exactly is going on with uh, Drunky and Tuttle. What are they doing? They're on a, a dual bike? They're on a dual bike. Now, actually, there's a little hesitation. It seems like I don't know if they're getting a little nervous here <laughs> or maybe they're having second thoughts. They're kind of uh, Are they going to jump on. it? Yeah, they're going to jump. They're going to actually do several jumps. Looks like they're going to try to do about four. <laughs> All right, so it's the two of them on one bike. I've seen those tandem bikes before, and I don't know how you would do any sort of a stunt on one of those things. 
it's Pedox out at the TD Waterhouse Center for the Do Action Sports Tour PlayStation Pro as Drunky the Bear and Tuttle are about to do their stunt tonight. Uh, they, uh, about how... I, I got to tell you, I'm here with Gomer as well. He's real nervous for these guys. It's hard enough to do it on, on a one-person bike. Right. But to have these two guys and sneak perfectly so that they don't kill themselves, uh, it's hard to say. Let me talk to Gomer real quick. Okay, let me give you the Gomer. Hey, hi there. What's going on? What's happening, Gomer? All right, so can you set the scene for us a little bit about what's going on out there? Uh, going on out there with Drunky and Tuttle? Oh my God, dude! I, I, I tell you this much: I have never personally seen a two-man bicycle in my entire life, except for on television. But these two jackasses <laughs> are getting ready to go up on stage right now on a two-seat bicycle, both of them in costume. Okay? Oh God! They're coming down a super giant ramp. I've never seen a ramp this big before. They're gonna come down and they're gonna jump a four-foot jump, and then they're gonna crash and die. <laughs> All right, very good. About how far out do you think they are from doing it? Uh, I would say two minutes. I think they're getting uh, ready right now. Uh, Elizabeth Long is in tears, and uh, everything's looking good. All right, that's the way it always is whenever you go out and you do one of these. I remember being out with those two over at uh, Bithlow for the real race, mm-hmm. yeah. and just watching, uh, you know, the girlfriends just standing there, hoping uh, that no one dies. And this, and that time, they were driving cars into other cars so that they would explode. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you guys doing? So it almost seems like maybe this is a safer one, but you know. With the history with those two guys on a tandem, um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little sabotage or something going on. I don't even think there needs to be a sabotage here. Uh, I mean, a, a two-person bike, I, I can't even imagine doing a bunny hop on a regular bike, having two people on there uh, relying on both of them to uh, keep balance and be in sync. It looks like it was solid cast iron, too, man. It's going to drop like a rock. Right. Uh, it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. We got Gomer and Pedox on location out at the TD Waterhouse Center as uh, Drunky the Bear and Tuttle are about to do their jump. All right, let, hey, hey, thank you for checking in, Gomer. Let's talk to Pedox real fast. All right, man. Take care, guys. That's Gomer. Very good Yo. guy. SBK Live, of course, also with the Berg Show. Uh, all right, Pedox. You know what? It's a little crazy out there to maybe even do the hip-hop news report. We just may have to save it for next Friday. Not a problem, guys. The only thing I wanted to say is the Karis one is coming to town, so we're going to have to get together for that. No, absolutely. Without a doubt. And Ludacris tonight, do action sports to our weekend long. Uh, I tell you what, we got a break. Will you call us back after the break and tell us how the whole stunt went down? I'll, sir, I'll do that. I'm going to call you. All right. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1 on a Friday night. Looking forward to maybe hearing back uh, from the TD Waterhouse Center and what happened with uh, Tuttle and Drunky out on the tandem bike jump. Of course, the Do Action Sports Tour going on all weekend long. Ludicrous performance tonight. Mm-hmm. And we were out there broadcasting live last night. And it was a lot of fun. Congratulations to Jason from Irrational, who won the Beat Wild Bill Guitar Challenge and picked up on that customized Epiphone uh, Gibson guitar for the Do Action Sports Tour. And he's a scientist. Scientologist. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Now, I hope Drunky the Bear doesn't get too badly hurt tonight. 
because he's doing these all weekend long, correct? Right. So uh, out there at the TD Waterhouse, Pro Do Action Sports Tour. Uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun to go check that out all weekend. I couldn't imagine when you're out there and you're doing some sort of a stunt, like all of the things you would go through, mm-hmm. like double and triple checking. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just making sure everything's on the ups. You know, I've told you before about one of my OCDs. What is that? I feel... It sounds stupid when you say it aloud. Like I have a string connected to my back. And I notice it to this day, every time you <laughs> spin around. I, yeah, it's like I have this imaginary rope coming out of my back, and whenever I'm walking, I always have to walk a certain way and turn a certain way so that I don't get tangled in that rope. Well, this just kind of happened in my normal life, but now I feel like it could be getting worse. How so? I now have started worrying about it on the basketball court. Now, you can't really worry about which way you turn when you're on the basketball court. you got to turn the correct way of what's going to get you uh, around the person. Around the person, in position, and especially on defense. Mm -hmm. So I'll even notice, too, if I'm on defense and one guy is doing some fancy moves and I happen to spin, i got to find the right time, and it's in the back of my mind of spinning back out and around again so I'm normal and I'm not... Tangled by this invisible rope. Now, when you uh, when you spin that way, and it's in the back of your mind, what if you have to spin again that way, and you get yourself tangled up more? Do you have to spin around twice? Yes. The other way? No, it's it, it, it's all about being symmetrical. Okay, so I have this thing about hey, being. Hey, who's that guy doing ballet on the court? <laughs> I have this thing about being. He's a pretty girl. Symmetrical, <laughs> where even when I work out, everything has to be equal as far as right, left, um, you know. Oh, Jesus. I just, I don't know. I I feel like it could be getting worse. Well, I owe you an apology. Uh, I was making fun of you for supposedly yelling at people on the basketball court. Now I just realize you're yelling at the rope. Yeah, and trying get to... Get off me! Do get better! Off. And trying to get the rope uh, untangled. Now... You don't have an OCD? Um, mine are fairly normal, I would guess. I can't bring any kind of food or anything into the bathroom. Um, and That's I, not really an OCD. That's just more worried about germs. Oh, one thing uh, I have to do. Um, I have to, uh, uh, when I'm going number one, I count down in my head and I have to, uh, from 10, and I have to get it all done with by the end of that countdown. Oh, why would you tell us that? All right, now that, that's nuts. Why is that nuts? That one is crazy. That's even worse than me and my imaginary rope. It is not. It's a game. I'm trying to beat the clock. Uh, you said clock, right? Yes, mm, the, the imaginary sure. clock in my head. I'm mm. going to bring a stopwatch in next time. All right. It's been more than 10 seconds. Dopey wants to know. That's why I go sometimes uh, two breaks in a row, because I had to leave after that 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Dopey wants to know if the rope is located in my upper or lower back. I'd say lower, right? No. Oh. Upper back. In fact, I'll tell you where exactly it's all it matrix. is. Matrix. For those of you that have ever had a G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. you know where they have that or uh The little screw? A Star Wars, that little screw or sometimes little hole where you can put them back up against a wall. Mm-hmm. That is where it is. It's just right directly in the center. In this stupid ass rope. For, so I want to hear about other people's OCDs so I don't feel so awful about myself. Because I know I'm not alone. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, here's a funny one that's great to mess with Matt about. Matt Albert has this this OCD about his car being locked, like all four in his windows, 
every time he gets out of the car, he'll go around his little piece of crap mm-hmm. and check the handles and also check the windows. Not only that, he'll take all the stuff in his car, bunched up in his arms, and throw it in the trunk. Like people see his uh, book bag full of nothing and uh, want to break the window to get it. Yeah, it's just trash. Mm-hmm. That and little Debbie's that he takes home from here. And that's all it is. All right, what, Tommy? You don't have any sort of OCDs? You're better than the rest of us. Um, I have I have like little ones. They, I used to do a lot of like math things with like time. Like just throw a time out there. Uh, Nine fifty-seven. All right, that's um, five plus seven is twelve. One plus two from the twelve equals three. Three minus twelve about? equals nine. I would have to do weird <laughs> math problems. Are you kidding? Yeah. And then one day I forced myself to stop. But one thing I still have is if I'm walking on a sidewalk and you know how there's like tile, uh, I have to do things in six where it's four steps in one and then two in the other. Let me tell you something that's made me fat. I have to <laughs> eat in fours. I, if I have a portion... That's why I see you around preschools. Stop. <laughs> now, no. Did you, we just had this, this uh, thin crust pizza. Uh-huh. And it's this battle of do I have one of these... Or, if I'm going to have one of these, because they're cut up in little squares, if I have one, I'm going to have to have four. If you have I, to have four pieces? Yes, of the little cuts. Now, I have a regular slice of pizza. I have to eat it in four bites. The whole thing in four bites? Yes. It can't be in a, a division of four. No, it has to be four. We need to get you one of those big New York slices. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it. Mark in the 352. What's up, Mark? Hey, what's going on, man? I was just going to tell you, you're not weird about the OCD. All right, what do you have? Well, I don't really have it, but I used to laugh at my nephew when we was kids because he was addicted to chapstick, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, now when I got older, my deal is like the only time I have that feeling like you're talking about is only stepping in and out of the shower. Like, I have to get in the same way, you know, or it feels weird, like I have to turn around. You know what? That's one that I definitely could see. In fact, sometimes... When I'm when I'm showering and I'm mm-hmm. lathering and I'm rinsing off, you'll spin around to you know get the whole your body, and then I have to do the reverse spin because I'm then tangled in my imaginary rope. Anti Matt in the four oh seven. That ain't a rope, that's a tampon string, bro. <laughs> oh no, it's not. <laughs> you big furry. Four oh seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Can that rope ever slip up and then like end up? <clears throat> Choking you? Oh, that's what it feels like, though. It feels like an imaginary boa constrictor getting at me. How long is the rope? Because if people are walking behind you, can Infinite. they step on it? In- no, 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 no. It's- How do you get in airplanes? It's not a matter of, all right, when I walk in the airplane, all right, I'll walk in. No, I mean, you have a rope on you. How does no, that pull you No, it's imaginary. <laughs> I'll walk in, though, and I'll walk down the aisle, and I'll do a turn as to sit down so that the rope is even not crinkled. You're Jesus' puppet. Those and are his the, puppet strings. And then you. I get up, and I'm able to walk out okay. If I were to turn the wrong way, then I would automatically be... T- <laughs> sounds so stupid. But I would, automatic- I would automatically be turned the wrong way, so when I get out onto the tarmac, I would have to do the 360 to untangle the rope. Jim in the 321. What's up, Jim? Hey, let me get off my... Let me get off my... Hey. Yo. 
Hey, I hear that thing. I gotta knock on wood if I think I'm. Uh, if I say something bad, like I might crash my car, I gotta knock on wood. Well, so you 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 uh you have to your OCD is you have to do that superstition. Yeah, because th- that's the superstition. But you almost feel like see. But OCD, he has to do it. An OCD with more of I have to knock on wood. I know that seven w- times. Well, that works though too because if he uh, there's something in his head he doesn't feel right about it and he can't can't go on with his action until he knocks on wood, finds wood, and knocks on it. I think that fits as an OCD. I still don't like to... ni- Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I still um, don't like to step on cracks on like sidewalks and stuff. I think it's part of the whole like six step thing I have. Dude, I feel so stupid because I I know that sometimes too when I'm like playing baseball and I'd go out to like the catcher's mount like to the uh, to the home plate you know for an inning mm-hmm. I would have to do that little spin as I'm walking out there because I felt tangled. When did it start? <sighs> You know, just a few years back, because I don't think it was anything that I ever had as a kid. Really? I think it's something that developed in my 20s. Right when you got married. Probably, and just felt... Mm, being tied down. Yeah. That's what OCDs are. They're just distractions from what's really bothering you. All right, let's go to P-Docs real quick. They're about to do the stunt. P-Docs. I don't know. Yeah, we can't hear him out there. So I tell you what, we'll take a break and come back. With more of the OCDs, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's OCDs in the Hideout, Friday Night Row Radio 104.1, about an hour away from the uh, open door policy. 407-916-1041, one and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Let's go to Emma in the 321. What's up, Emma? Hey, I was just going to say about my... Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. We got oh, you. sorry. My phone's messing up. I was going to say about my husband. He's OCD, and when we kiss, he has to kiss me a certain way. Like, he came, he counts in his head as we're kissing, even, uneven, even, uneven, and it has to be like that. And if we kiss re- with closed mouth, it has to be a certain number of closed mouth kisses and a certain number of open mouth kisses, or he'll freak out. What now? Here's the interesting thing. Have you ever not allowed him to get to that specific number just to see what happens? Oh, yeah, like a year ago, and it was bad. You know what? He should uh, use this to his advantage and uh, say he has an OCD about the bad area, too. Yeah, so, and he has to uh, go there so many times. Thank you, <laughs> Emma. Uh, crack Monkey Ken in the 407. What's going on, fellas? Yeah, hey, buddy. Yeah, um, like, right after I'm running off a batch... I have to spit off a loogie, and it feels uncomfortable if I don't do it. I don't even know what that means. Uh, I don't really want to explore it any further. No. Hideout Redneck says if I take the stairs, I have to count them. I uh, do that sometimes. I, I don't, don't have to, but I, I do it for fun. Mm-hmm. Chunks, you have any OCDs? And here's the funny thing about OCDs. You don't die if you don't accomplish it. You feel like there's some kind of feeling in your head that, you know, it has to be done, though. And I wish that at some point I could just stop this rope, this imaginary rope that I have coming out of my back. Why don't you just stop it for a while and force yourself to stop it, deal with the uh, mental anguish that comes along with it? I can't. Yeah, you can. No, I just, I genuinely cannot, otherwise I already would have. <laughs> Go on a rope diet. It's not going to help. Um... I got a couple, but what I noticed earlier, you were saying how you have to eat either one slice of pizza or four slices. And I was thinking about how, um, you know, we said you're bipolar and you denied it. Seems like you're going from one extreme of very little to the other extreme of a lot. (laughs) That's not helping me in any issues that I may have. 
I'm telling you though, man. Sometimes it gets bad, and you just think to yourself, "What did you? Do? What did I do? Where does this come from? How can I stop it?" Talon in the 407 has an OCD. Yeah, I always have to know what time it is. I always look at a clock to see what time. What do you? Or to be what, early. What's the problem though? If sometimes, like, if there isn't a time, if you don't know the time, you're gonna freak yeah. out or what? Just call me. No, I, I always have to. I always have to. Even with out of watch, I always look at my clock. My wrist, I mean. I got you. All right, thank you, buddy. How is he even listening if he's he, out on the road He, he uh, has a personal little uh, handheld uh, radio. He walks Talk around to it? Bottle Cap says that he, he, has, radio. he has to uh, turn off the lights when he leaves the room. Same with computers at night. Everything has to be off. I don't know if I have anything uh, to that extreme as far as, you know, stuff at home. One of the big ones for me is I play uh, play a lot of video games, and if I'm playing a video game where it judges you based on the percentage of how far you've gotten along in the game, I can't stop till I get to at least 50%. And I'll have to keep playing, no matter how long it is, until I get 50% completed. Or otherwise, I'll be up all night. And then I can't continue until I beat the game. Right. And it goes kind of so nuts. You have, to, you have to do it in two sittings, basically? Yes, two sittings. That's why I hate games that rank you based on the percentage completed. Like, uh, for a while, like live, I would not be able to play without completing an entire season. The same with Madden. And it sucks because if you don't have, like, ten hours to kill in Madden, you can't complete a season. <laughs> uh, no, I, I completely hear you when it comes to that. I got I to gotta stop this somehow. I don't know if this is part of the whole going to a psychiatrist thing and seeing if you can figure that out. You can shoot yourself. That's not going to help. <laughs> Why? The best thing, maybe something constructive you could have said is, hey, you could try to dig the rope out of your spine with a knife. Because that could have helped no, me. That'd be painful. Shooting myself doesn't help anything. You wouldn't feel it. If you were digging around at your back with a knife, that'd just be crazy. In fact, when I'm buried, I want to make sure you guys handle my body properly. Don't sit there and spin me around. I'm going to put you on a merry-go-round and just uh, watch you uh, going crazy in your dead mind. I can only imagine what dubs would dress you up like when you were dead. I couldn't In your jabros. <laughs> it's not jabros, it's jabo. <laughs> Sorry. Rocket sauce in the 407. What's up, fellas? I just want to pretend my little OCD. I will lock my front door to my house. No sooner than like ten steps after I'm walking out, I'll you know I'll be like you know did I even lock my front door now, all you, the time? Now here's what's funny. I had that. I had that exact same one um, from my home and mm. my car, and somehow I got over it. I don't know how or what it was that I did that I got over. Did I lock my car or not? But uh, I did. You oh, know how you know who has it really bad? Tuttle. Uh, when he came up to Washington, D.C. and was hanging out with Ron and Fez, we kept on saying, Hey, man, did you uh, lock your hotel door? And he had no way of getting back there, and he was freaking out. You guys would say, Hey, someone just called from your hotel, and they said that uh, your room is just wide open, <laughs> and people are walking in and out. Did, didn't they used to do that with his, uh, his, car, his well. car lights? Yeah, yeah when, uh, when they worked in Tampa or something, uh, it, they'd be four floors up, and he'd have to keep on running up and down. Checking on the, the lights. Oh, the other thing I can't do, too, is have more than two things in a pocket, and I have to be balanced. So, for example, let's say I have my wallet uh, on one cargo pocket. Mm -hmm. I then got to put my uh, phone in the other. 
And then if I have keys, I can't put the keys in one of my pockets if I don't have something else to balance it out. So I'll end up putting it in my bag and or holding on to them and just walk around while holding on to them because it won't... It, Throws off the equilibrium of my body. You know how I got through with that? Uh, I used to have the same thing. You know how I got over that? Put both your hands in front of you. Like this. Both hands right for your face. Oh, we won't work for you. Your right hand's way bigger than the left. I'm, no, no, it's not. I'm glad you said that. No. I didn't want to be the one to bring that up. Bring what up? My hands are... I'm symmetrical, bro. No, mm-hmm. no. Oh, wow, I've never noticed that. My right... Holy Lord. My right hand is not bigger. They're, they're, they look the exact same. A little thicker. Okay. I'll tell you one thing that bothers me, man, and I can't deal with it too often. Mm. Your right shoulder being bigger than your left? No, but <laughs> I hate bringing this up because I know you sons of bitches are going to harp on it. I think one ear is higher than the other. It is. Yeah. It, and the reason I know why is when I take my glasses off and mm-hmm. I've Crooked glasses. been taken to, uh, to the doctor, the left one... If you were to set them down on the table, the left one is about, man, it's a lot, too. It's like a, a quarter of an inch. centimeter, yeah, a quarter of an inch higher up off the ground as opposed to the right one. And I think one ear is off balance. Wow. It's and probably making up for your hands. My hands are fine. I got You no have issue. a big hand. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the hand is fine. I got no problem with my hands. Let's go to Paul in the 407. What do you got, Paul? Shakedown in three, two, one. What's up, Shakedown? Hey, I have um, some pretty strange OCDs, actually. Or what do you got? I get in routines where I have to do certain things, like um, like a long time ago when I was in high school, and my boyfriend every night before he would go home, I'd have to say drive safe. Mm-hmm. If I didn't, I was literally like scared to death that something would happen to him on the way home. Like I, you jinxed him or something. You know what? Yeah, it I, was weird. I do the same thing with I love yous. And my girlfriend, because I'm always worried, if I don't say I love you, what if she happens to die and mm-hmm. she doesn't know that I love her? And my last words She were, wouldn't know from the 15 other times you told her that day? I know, but that's <laughs> weird about it. I'm like, I'm part of, in part of my head, I'm like, if, she, if my last words to her are, hurry up and get home, you know, even if I'm mad at her, it's like, hurry up and get home. I love you. Just to, like, the clean conscious so that, if you know, if she ends up dying, she knows at the very least that I love her. What were some of your other ones, Shakedown? The weirdest one, and this is still to this day, and it's for years. I don't even know how long it's been going on. But, like, um, just, like, routines like taking a shower. I have to do everything in a certain order, like, as far as what I wash and what order. Even how I turn, like, I'm facing, you know, one wall, and I'm going to turn to the next to do my next thing. What order order is it? If I accidentally, like, turn the wrong way, not thinking, I'll actually turn around and do it again the right way. What order does the rug come in? The All right, here, let me tell you my order. Left arm, mm-hmm. chest, right arm, belly, right leg, left leg, crotchal area, backside, face. I know! It's out of whack! That's I, out of order, too. That's not balanced. No, 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 no. It's as balanced as I can get you it. You went with your hands, which is totally off. <laughs> that is true. Hey, it's like you go left arm, right arm, right leg, left leg. That's not balanced. B.A. start. Speaking of balance, you have a, a watch on. Shouldn't you really have one in the other arm, too? Oh, trust me. That's what I wanted for the longest times. I haven't wanted watch. Now you screw with me. Now i got to take it off. Shouldn't you be having two bags as well? Not just Sons one. bitches. Because your uh, shoulders are really uneven as well. Here's, your hands. A, here's a really good... Thank you, Shakedown. 
Here's a really good one from Jim in the 407. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? What's up? What do you got, buddy? Hey, man, I got, well, actually, I wouldn't, hadn't thought of this, but I do the same thing with the I love yous also. I don't know if you had any, like, if you lost any family members when you were a kid, but I, I did, and I think that's where that comes from. But, I see, uh, yeah, you know what? I didn't. I haven't lost anyone, and maybe it's just the fear and the sadness, but I used to all, I still do it to this day whenever I talk to my chick. I must say I love you about 25 times a day, oh. even just kind of even desensitizing her to the whole thing, too, because I just always say because I don't mm. want anything bad to happen to her. You know, it's like, hey, I'm calling you just to let you know there's some traffic, and uh, that's it. Love you. Bye. And that's it. It's always a thing that's I love That's how you. you say goodbye now. Yeah, essentially that's my sign-off. It's my 5,000. 5,000. Now, Jim, Jim, what was yours? Yeah, I totally understand that I do that, but I have one that I've always done, uh, and it kind of drives me crazy. When I get real stressed out or if I'm in a real stressful situation, I'll take whatever the last word that I heard someone say, I'll write that with my pointer finger. Like, my pointer finger is a, is a pencil or something. I'll be writing that word, like, over and over and over again, and I'll look down and I'll see my finger moving. I'm like, oh, no. my God, i got to quit doing this. No, I hear what you're saying. All right, Dopey says, so did you actually say, don't hack into my MySpace, I love you? Something very similar to that. <laughs> I used to have that same thing with the I love yous, like having to say it. But you said it's sandwiches. Bro. <laughs> Meatball, I love you. Pastrami, I love you. Alright, Bong Swat says that I we wash ourselves in the same order. Maybe it's something to do with our body types. And that's just... And here's the thing. I've even tried to stop the order, because obviously I go crotchal to behind to mm-hmm. face... So after I wash, I extra wash my hands before I wash my face, just to make sure I'm not completely dirty. But it's already clean. Would you say you wash the bigger hand more than the small I hand? don't have a bigger hand, you asses. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Bring them, bring them, bring them, bring them, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, kicking off hour three on a Friday night. 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Ah, oh, boy, Dubs. Open door policy coming up in just a little bit. Hey, did you see the guy who was suspended for his MySpace? He's a police officer. No. He had a um, he had a MySpace up, and he's a cop. I guess one of his photos was a dismembered woman, <laughs> and he was listed under the name Leatherface. He had a woman uh, with the word "loathe" carved into her flesh. And he listed his occupation as superhero slash serial killer. <laughs> and according to the Internal Affairs uh, Affairs report, he loved um, genre mo- uh, horror movies. That so, genre. You can't be a fan of something like that. He was told he told them it was meant to be humorous, but they're saying that it could <clears throat> it could undermine public confidence in the police department. And what if he has to go before an attorney, you know, before a judge and testify and they could hurt his testimony in criminal cases so the cat's suspended and uh he could end up losing his gig just why can't we let these people be people just because i mean it, 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 
he's a fan of something that's not illegal. It's horror movies. It's a genre. I'm sure he's not out there hacking up bodies. Even if he is, find proof. Don't fire the man over it. I think part of it, though, is just because of the fact that there's so many lawyers out there. Mm -hmm. And any little thing to try to... Get the jury to see that he isn't trustworthy. Or, so. or the whole police department as a whole. Right. And say, so, hey, look at this guy that we have on the force here. You really want to believe the testimony when he says he's a serial killer as his occupation. Mm-hmm. And he's listed his leather face and their dismembered woman's uh, body parts all over it. So you kind of feel bad for the cat, but at the same time, too, I can understand where they're coming from. I can understand, but I still don't find it to be right. I think... Uh... There has to be some kind of way around that. Hey, really quickly, I know, too, you um, you had this voicemail from earlier. What was this? This voicemail was from Matt Albert. Oh. I do the monologue uh, slash news update at the beginning of every Friday show. Yeah. And uh, sometimes Matt Albert helps me out with it. And he called me up with a monologue joke. He thought he deleted it off my voicemail. Really? Because he, uh, he left, I guess, three and deleted all of them, except for this one. All right, now, uh, so here's Matt leaving you a joke on your voicemail. Yeah. Okay. Hideout download. Received at 3.04 p.m. The latest study shows that Americans are misusing famous uh, sayings. In related news... Corey Lydell misunderstood and Corey Lydell misunderstood and said, uh, ooh, we just, uh, crap. To replay, <laughs> press four. To erase, press seven. Douche chill. <laughs> I got that. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I didn't even understand the premise of the joke. It was so choppy and uh, I, incoherent. I, I want to hear what the joke actually was supposed to be. Um, He sent it over to me on my text message. Let's, uh, go. Was he able to type it out or did it take 15 <laughs> messages to get to you? He might have had to uh, retype it a bunch of times. I'm not sure. Let's go to it. Because um... I'd love to hear... What the setup and the joke okay. eventually was. Lay study shows All right, that Lay study shows that uh, Americans misuse most figures of speech. In related news, to Corey Lydell, the uh, <laughs> so it's even typed out incorrectly. Yeah. In related news, uh, to Corey Lydell, the saying is, "You can't hit the broad side of a barn." Ouch! Uh, neither one of you have any sort of credibility. Celebrophilia is an um, celebrophilia. Celebrophilia. <laughs> oh my God! Hideout download. We've got Simmons on the line. I can explain. All right, tr- I can- all right. Hold on. I want you to listen to it on the air again. All right. Oh God. <laughs> Received at three oh four p.m. The latest study shows that Americans are misusing famous uh, sayings. In related news, Corey Lydell misunderstood and Corey Lydell misunderstood and said, "Ah." Ooh, we just ah crap. God. 
To replay, press 4. To erase, press 7. Oh, that's a save. You hit 9 on that one, I hope. Oh, of course. (laughs) We'll have that one always and forever. All right, try to explain, Matt. Why don't you tell the joke now? I don't remember the joke. Go ahead. I was at work, and uh, I'm I'm in the break room, and I'm just, you know, trying to get together the joke. And I hear managers calling my name. Matt, Matt, where's Matt? I haven't seen Matt in a couple of minutes. And uh, that's when I'm, like, kind of pausing. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm supposed to, am I supposed to kick my head out or what? And, uh, yeah, that pretty much killed the joke. Now, you, you thought you thought that I was, uh, you were deleting the message afterwards, though, right? Well, well I called four times. <laughs> no, I didn't call, but I tried four times, and the fourth time I just said, screw it. I didn't leave any message, and I guess I didn't record over anything, and that's that really, really, really long, awkward pause at the end. Yeah, that one's incredibly douche, Chell. Uh, uh, <laughs> now, what sucks is that that's going to be around forever. It's just we're, al- we're always going to have that one. It's going to be one of those all-time moments. Um, <laughs> yeah, when I got that and I listened, I'm like, oh, Matt left me a voicemail. I go outside, check it. What the hell? Why would you leave this? I couldn't stop laughing, though. I, I, I played it like four times with my voicemail back to myself. All right, in all fairness, though, maybe all it's lacking is the music. All right. Received at 3.04 p.m. The latest study shows that Americans are misusing famous uh, sayings. In related news... Corey Lydell misunderstood and Corey Lydell misunderstood and said, "Ah, the boss. Hey, who latest? Ah, crap." <laughs> To replay, press 4. To erase, press 7. All right, it sounds to me like just the regular old monologue, so it seems like the joke would what? fit right in perfectly. To be perfectly no, the monologue is you. much, much better than that. Much mm, more coherent. Not today. Uh, all right, well, That's thank you. Thank you, Simmons. <laughs> all right, there goes Simmons. <laughs> I want to see your phone and see what he even typed to you, because it still was incoherent, and it was in text. It still didn't seem as if it had anything to it. Let me go do it real quick for you. Friday night in the hideout. Real uh real radio.fm. Hideoutheretics.net. Fullblownaids.com. Check out all of those websites as we're uh kicking it down on a uh, on a Friday. I'm also very uh excited too. A week from tonight we broadcast live Halloween Horror Nights. Uh well, two weeks from tonight, we're out at uh, Monster Wayne. Latest today shows Americans misuse most figures of speech and related news to Corey Lydell. The saying is, you can't hit the bride side of a barn. Wow. So either way, he put all his work into that. All the work into that. And that poor little voicemail for uh, for the monologue. To me, that is the monologue. Now, is that study true, though? Matt? No? Uh, it's not even true. You just made it up. So you're just trying to get in a Corey Lydell joke. <laughs> what a son of a bitch. I'm like, wow, that's an interesting study. I haven't even uh, seen that out there yet. All right, speaking of uh, sayings, mm-hmm. you had it in your monologue, I guess. Somebody told me about it. The what? The fact that Santa Claus was busted 
having gay sex in an Indiana uh, bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have what he actually said when he was leaving, getting taken away in handcuffs. We'll tell you that next in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Those can be like the best weekends for games. Like the shocking overtimes and everything. Who's still undefeated uh, so far? Well, we have uh, Chicago. Chicago. Um, Indianapolis. Indy. I think those are the only two undefeateds. And then the four and ones are New Orleans. And there is one more four and one team uh, that is uh, slipping my mind right now. Jaguars? It could be Jacksonville. What about the Eagles? Uh, you know, it's the Eagles. Yeah. I think it's the Eagles at New Orleans. Uh, Aren't they playing each other, too, the Eagles in New Orleans? Mm-hmm. I believe that. So that should actually uh, be a very good game as well. Have you been disappointed at all with any of the teams other than your own Detroit Lions? Uh, no, I'm full of uh, enough disappointment from that team. I don't have any room for any more. Uh, who are the winless teams, then? Uh, Detroit, Oakland, San Fran. No, I thought San Francisco had a win under their belt. Uh-uh. They lost even to... Uh, oh, they beat... Uh, they beat Oakland, right? Or is Oakland and San Fran this week? Uh, let's take a look at that one, because I know... I, and Tampa Bay, they're still winless, are they not? Yep, and Tampa's still winless. Damn. Hold on, I'm going to go to NFL.com. If your team ends up already 0-5 on the season, do you give up at that point? Do you just say, all right, you know what, I'm done. I'm punching out on this. I can't handle it anymore. Uh, I pay too much a year. How the, much is that uh, Sunday ticket cost The Sunday you? ticket cost me 225 just for the Sunday ticket. <laughs> And then another hundred for the super fan that I got, so three twenty five overall. So three hundred twenty five dollars on tears. Mm-hmm. That's what you're spending. I don't know how I'd live without it though. That's what your money's for is for you to cry there like a baby every week when your lines disappoint you, because it does. It seems like it's the saddest thing every week. It's just a repeat. It's just comical at that point. Um, the one and four teams are uh, Miami. It's one and four. Um, New England's four and one. Baltimore's four and one, Cleveland one and four, uh, Pittsburgh's only one and three. That makes me happy. Tennessee zero oh, and five. Uh, Tennessee is another winless one out there. Oakland zero oh, and four. All right, so there are still a few winless teams out there then. Detroit, Tampa, and uh, San Fran has two wins. I thought they had some a couple of wins. Because I know that their uh, their offense was starting to click that, over there. That shocks me because Arizona's one and four, and their offense has actually been pretty decent. Dubs, what are you going to do now with your Lions sucking so bad? Are you ready? To, I, I I I keep wanting to say it's time for you to call it quits and just give up on the team. I can't. Just like you and uh, your Mavericks for a long time. All right, what do you look forward to at this point, knowing you still have eleven losses still ahead of you? <laughs> it's not going to be eleven losses. I'm going to we'll call it We're now. We're going to win. The Detroit Lions. The anti-Tigers are going to be the first team in history to go 0-16. I know my Cowboys came close with the 1-15 season. There's been an 0-16, right? Or I'm almost positive there hasn't been an 0-16. I thought the old Bucks. Maybe they lost 16 in a row, the but I didn't, I didn't think they had a winless season. The Bucks did, yeah. And uh, then I they, remember that year and then the vividly. Ne- <laughs> no, you don't, shot it. Or what uh, year was it? I might remember the year vividly. And then like, the next year they sucked bad, really bad again. And uh, they finally won one, though, and the next week the coach got fired. Right, I need uh, confirmation on this. Oh, yeah, I remember vividly. 1978, the Bucks, uh, 0-16. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. We came close to uh, going 0-16, I think it was four years ago. And uh, we finally won one. And the funny thing is, even if we did 
go 0 and 16, we still wouldn't have got the first pick because it was the first year the Texans were in the league. So they will, will get the first pick overall no matter what. I am pretty positive no NFL team has gone 0 and 16. I, uh, cause I know that uh, it's, it would be a really big deal. Like you would hear about that as just like the, the Dolphins and their undefeated season. You would also have a winless season. All right. There's All been right. a lot of just one in 15. Never mind then. Ho Ho Sugar Bear says Tampa Bay went 0 and 14 at one point. Mm-hmm. And that's how long the season was at that point. Right. Just like with the Dolphins going 14 and 0. Man. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I'd burn everything. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people did, but that that was uh, at a point when they really didn't have a whole lot of fans anyway. All right, so I was correct that there's been no 0 and 16 team, Mm-mm. but there has been an 0 and 14 team. And I'm sure that year, if they had two more games, they'll have lost those. All right, let's go through the Detroit Lions season real fast, or even the Bucks season too. And I want to see if there's a possibility of them winning none of those. All right, this week we play uh, the Bills. Loss. You think so? Yes. Willis McGahee will tear you boys apart. I think that'll easily be a loss. Is there any point? Are you uh, we guys, play Oakland. Are you guys playing the Bucks? No, but we do play Oakland. Loss. You think we lose to Oakland? That's when uh, Lamont Jordan and Randy Moss finally come together. There's nothing like a game against the Lions to put everything uh, back together again for right, you. Let me go to um, our schedule. Or as you like to call it, the page of losses. <laughs> the, the long page of L's. Yeah, that's what it is. NFL.com slash, and it's just 16 L's behind after the backslash. Dubs. Seriously. I can't give up on them. You have to. My friend Brian already did. They make a mockery of you and the tattoos on your back. It's just a complete mockery every time. Are right, you guys end up playing the Jets in week seven? That's a loss. I look at all these, dude. You're not. You're not even going to come close. Oh, we'll come close. Not, got, our, most of our games have been close. Right, how about except this? for against the Bears? Let's do a tattoo bet. You What's want, the bet? You want to do a tattoo bet? What's the bet first? All right. Just like Josh the Iceman out in Melbourne said, mm-hmm. from this point on, whichever team has the better record. Uh, that's what the bet is. Mm-hmm. So it's between the Cowboys and the Lions. If the Cowboys end up having a better record than the Lions... I'm not stupid. Then you end up getting a Cowboys tattoo. No. And then vice versa. He said he'd get a Lions tattoo. No, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that with an 0-5 team. All right, how about this? How about call Fezzi from the Ron and Fez show? <laughs> and let's go. You know, for, I might do that. Let's go for another tattoo uh, pet. Because you have Bucko Bruce on your left cheek. Yeah. Week eight, uh, by week. That can be a one to look forward to for me. Uh, nine, Atlanta at Detroit. Loss. Um, let's see. Where's the, the next one? Then you can move on to week ten. And looking down this one. I think they've already canceled the rest of the season for you <laughs> guys, because I don't see it anywhere. I don't see you guys playing in Week 10 either. Huh. Maybe we did play in Week 8. I thought Week 8 was our bye week. I know Week 11, Detroit at Arizona. Lost home field advantage. Then there is the Thanksgiving Day game. Who are we playing? Miami. Look at that. Miami. <laughs> Joey Harrington coming back into, yeah. into town. Miami at Detroit, Tampa Bay at Dallas. Oh, boy, Dub, this is going to be really nasty for you. It's not going to look good. I say call Fezzi and challenge him. Battle of the 0-5s. 
That's actually a good idea. And whoever ends up getting the best record at the end. I'm, I would actually be up for a uh, Tampa one. Just because you guys are already on even playing ground? Yeah, and they we both look just atrocious. Minnesota at Detroit, loss. What is it about you and your buddy you're willing to give up all that? Detroit at Green Bay, loss. Yeah, we do terrible at Green Bay. Chicago at Detroit, there's one you'll win. At least we have some good home ones coming up. And then up. Dallas at Detroit. Mm-hmm. Or Detroit at Dallas. Is it Detroit at Dallas? You're going to go 0-16, dude. Nope. Your Detroit Lions will be the first team in the history of the NFL feel, to go 0-16. You feel pretty confident in that, huh? Mm-hmm. How about this? You get a Prince Albert if they, if they don't. If they win a game, you get a Prince Albert. No way. Why not? That's removable. I'm not asking you to get a tattoo. No, because the holes are still there. No, it'll it'll go away. No, it doesn't. It, it heals up. Yes, it I does. I honestly don't even know if I'm large enough for one of those. Of course. I'm not lying to you. Throw something else out there. Belly button piercing. <laughs> I'll do that, and I have to wear a... Uh... A uh, tube top? Yeah. Call Fezzy first. I'll call Fezzy. All right, I'll take it on the... on the. Here are the conditions. For me, it's Dallas versus Detroit and their records. What do I do? Tattoo. No. You're willing to tattoo your body all the time. Look at your back. I know, but I haven't done it all year. I, I, I'm not going to do it this year. Oh. I'll do it with Fezzi on the uh, on the Tampa. All right, for you? Nose. Nose if uh, they uh, don't win? I'll do a nose piercing. You have to get I'll, the... Uh... I'll, how about this? I'll do uh, nose and both eyebrows. I'll, th- I'll throw a little lip in there, too, for you. All right, so what is the bet, then? Uh, if Detroit doesn't win the game, that's what I have to do. If oh, they, they do, go winless? Yes. No, 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 you no. Know, it's, it's a belly button piercing. You'll be able to take it out. You could luck into that. I'm not taking that bet until it, you're 0-12. Come on. No. You have to. No, because you could easily win it's this a, next week. It's a. Uh, it's just a belly button piercing. Here's the problem. Buck up. There are too many chances. What? Of what? You winning accidentally. So? You got 11 more tries. It's not that big of a deal. It's a belly button piercing. Dude, have you seen... Do you know what happened to my belly button? Yes, but we are going inside the belly button. It's right on the rim. It oozed on its own for about a month, and I don't even know what it was. All right, nipple then. No. Uh-uh. Oh, you're willing to throw my body out there and... Because you uh, don't care about yours. Oh, yeah. It looks like you're doing a great job with yours. Is that cellulite you have tattooed on your back? It's... Hey! <laughs> that's not nice. Jesus. That was a little uncalled for. What? <laughs> what do you mean, why? It's not really on my back. It's just more on my love handles. <laughs> it's not cellulite. Damn, you guys. Just bring a brother's self-esteem down all week. I you throw out there that I don't care about my body. You don't! I have a little bit more respect for mine. How? Then I'm not going and getting it tatted up on stupid bets all the time. You've uh, let yours go away more than mine. I've let it go, maybe, but I try to treat it with some sort of exercise and respect. You have none. You just do cigarettes and monster energy drinks and tattoos. Works out for me. No, it doesn't. Look at me. I'm svelte. No, you're not. You're skinny fat. Chisel like a god. Like a Greek god. Pull that shirt up. There's no chisel there. I don't want the rays to blind you. Shut up. Hate you. 
bets off. I'm not doing it. You, you aren't have, doing a belly button? No, you have 11 chances to win. I have 11 chances to lose. No, you don't. Because all you got to do is get one win and then you're okay. Otherwise, they end up getting screwed. Oh, belly button piercing. Not doing it. It's too gay. So you literally threw out there that I would have to get a Prince Albert if your team... And I, I, I downgraded to a belly button. Locked upon a win. Not interested. It's just a belly button. No, it's not. It's more than that. It's the baby crying in the background. <laughs> Ass. I say you get a hold of Fez, though, and do it. I'll do that with the Bucks. Battle the 0-5s. Ryan, the 0-4-7. What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's going on, hot app? What's, what's up, buddy? Hey, listen, Devs, whatever you do, do not take the Buccaneer bets. Why? Don't don't take it, man. The last two games they played have been in games against teams that are at point five hundred or over, and both of them they lost by the skin of the teeth to Carolina and New Orleans. Do Same with us, though. The Bucks bet. Yeah, I mean... The... Same with Detroit, though. <sighs> listen to you, though. Just rationalize it. I'm, I'm saying both of us are really bad. So don't rationalize that the Bucks are any good either. Old Chuck Gruden. He's doing fine. What? He's had some injuries. <laughs> Look at you. All right, fine. I'm not doing it. you got to give me better odds. I just want you guys to go on 16. I, I gave you just a belly button instead of uh, the old schlonger. Do you, do you remember when you and I went to go get my uh, ears pierced? Yes. Two days after 9-11? And you walked out of there fine. No, I know, I, that's what you were worried about after 9-11, getting yeah, your ears pierced. Yeah, that's the way I remembered. <laughs> While we're doing our ticket drops. Yeah. So I go in, and I'm so scared, because I'm such a puss when it comes to pain, that I made Dub stay in the room with me, and mm. I bit down so hard, because I was so afraid of the pain. Did it hurt? That my No. But my jaw hurt for the next week, because I bit down, and I was grinding so hard. All right. I'll give you a better payoff. Remember what piercing I asked for while I was in there? Backside? Yeah. The milk dud? Mm-hmm. I'll get my milk dud pierced if they go 0-16. All you got to do is a belly button. That's a good enough payoff for you if it does go that far. I can't do it, man. I had, I had ooze out of my belly button this year. This is something that naturally has ooze. <laughs> All right. By the way, when we were there and you asked about getting your backside belly button or I'll do it myself. Ba- backside beers, they said no one in their I'll, right mind would do it. Because I'll find of the, someone because of the infection. I will find someone. Milk dud piercing on the line. Only asking for a belly button in return. That's enough uh, uh, risk for me. For my uh, end, and yours, uh, you know, it's not much of a risk for you. I don't like it. Because t- statistically, I hope you don't. statistically, <laughs> there's never been an 0-16 team. You said the, the Detroit's bad enough to actually do it. I think they are. So let's do it. That's still not good still, enough on. button. I'm putting my rear on the line. You don't care. Oh, I, I trust me, this one is not going to be fun. I gotta think about it. What's there to think about, man? Imagine if I have to do this. Yeah, I'm imagining if you have to do it, but that doesn't make it any 
I don't want to screaming that'll take place. Dude, you know how fat my belly is and hairy <laughs> and it already oozed this year from God knows what? Then throw your nipple online. No. What, what are you willing to get pierced? How about all five webbings of your finger? You can't do that. Yeah, you can. You can pierce the webbing in your finger? Uh-huh. Without a doubt. According to who? My friend had it done. Please stop. Why? I can't. I almost threw up when you said the web. Oh. Webbing of the fingers? Stop! Why is that? Why is I that hurt you? That just freaks me out. I'm afraid of getting it trapped in doors and other stuff. Oh. Like, what happens if you play baseball? Uh, send a break, please. I'm putting my bum on the line. Yeah, but you have incredible odds on your side, so it's not even a good bet for you. It's a, it's a great bet for you. It's no. an awful bet for me. Imagine if it happens. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Piercing bets. Yeah. The Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I just thought of the process of getting the milk dud pierced. I, I don't... And I, I, I actually just clinched up everywhere in my body. All right, we were just going through the Lions. He's Dubs is a huge Detroit Lions fan. Mm-hmm. And right now, five right now. Yeah, they, I'm thinking they could be the first winless team, at least the first 0 and 16 team in the history of the NFL. So we just started about bets, and Dubs has done tattoo bets before on his team before, and I'm just thinking maybe we'll be dumb enough to do it again. And so I threw out there a couple of things. And let's lay out what's on the table right now. Right now, what is being proposed is if the Lions go 0-16, I have to get the milk dud pierced. If they do win a game, all I'm asking in return is a belly button from you, Hefe. A belly button piercing from you. And and I've had too many medical issues, especially with my belly button where it just randomly oozed for about a month. Mm -hmm. So I've been bargaining with you. I said the webbings of your fingers, all five fingers, and the webbings between them with a nice little piercing. You like that, Tommy? Matt? I don't think I'd do belly button just because of the problems that I've had before. Here's one I will consider. Okay. All right, anyone who's ever been around or seen photos of me, in the back of my head, I have neck rolls. Like a lot of skin. Like a, like a Sharpe puppy back there. Yeah, like a, and I've had, like a Sharpe. I've had it even when I was skinny, when I was a little, like yeah, a it's skin. just extra skin. It's not fat. Yeah. So maybe I'll get that pierced. The neck rolls in the back. The, the Sharpe skin in the back of my head. I'll go for that. I will throw uh, the milk dud on the line for one roll. I'll even up it for you. I'll throw the undercarriage in there, too. Two piercings. Two for the price of one. <laughs> Here's the problem, though. I don't like your odds, because you could still go 1 in 15. I'm asking you for a fairly normal piercing. Mine... Never been done before. All right, here's the thing. <laughs> Who would do it? If no one will do it, 
I'll do it with a thread and needle. You can't. There's I no will. way you can't. I will. That would be impossible. Bring it. There's no way you could make this happen. I'll find someone who will do it for the right amount of uh, of uh, return mention. All right, call around to a couple of tattoo places and see if any of them would ever consider doing backside. Tell them who we are, why we want to do it, and what they'll get in return. I know we have a lot of shops around town that listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we can get one person to agree that they would do it, I'd be in. 407-916-1041. I know these piercers and these tattoo artists. This is what they live for, the, just the odd thing, so they can just go around saying this to all their different people. Guess what I did on a radio show <laughs> once. Lines went 0 and 16. Pierced a brown eye. <laughs> You're dirty, dude. How long would you keep it in? I don't think you can keep it in too long, just uh, because of the issues. Here's the bet, then. I'll keep mine for a week. you got to keep yours for 24 hours. 24 hours, I'll do. How could you do that? What it, do you mean? It seems like you would get an awful, nasty infection. I'm sure I would. You could die from... Dude, I could die from mine! In the back of my Sharpay head. You know why? I'm a gambler, my friend. <laughs> I throw it all on the line every night. Every night? Well, tonight. But I'm just saying, I'm a gambler. You are, and you've lost. And that's why I kind of like my chances. Do you know I how... Bet, huh? If I don't take this bet, do you know how much I will be kicking myself on that last week? Mm-hmm. But then the Cowboys, and it would come down to your Lions versus my Cowboys in week <laughs> 17, because that's the last game. Of the, it's almost as if this bet was destined to be made. Exactly. Mm. Let's do it. I want to get confirmation from a tattoo place that they'll do it first. Trust me. No, I'm not trusting anything. I'm I not gonna, know. I'm not going to agree to anything until... I know I can get it done. Until you do it. I know I can. You have to trust me there. I why? I will come through. Why, trust me, I'm not going to leave this one without a payoff. Why aren't some heretics stepping up and saying, Hefe, you don't have to do it. I'll get a hideout tattoo. Why would they do that? To help out. Guinness. No. Yeah, I'm not I'm not taking that as a bet. Go ahead, Guinness. Tell you what, I'll, I'll sweeten it up. If, F, if uh, J-Dubs has to get the piercings... I'll get my hideout tattoo. <sighs> Boy, that's you stepped in on the wrong side. You're supposed to step up and say, hey. All the payoffs are lining up. Are you going to be the roadblock, the radio roadblock? Radio roadblock. Are you going to stop this thing from happening? Radio roadblock. My little brother says, do you know how bad it would hurt to pierce that roll? That's what I'm just saying, you know. Belly button. Radio Roadblock. Hold on, let me pinch the back of it. Dude, dogs and cats pick themselves up by that scruff all the time. They're going to be fine. It is scruff. That is true. That's a good way of describing it. Let's go to Wild Hawk in the 407. What's up, Wild Hawk? I'll actually perform the piercing with a leather hole punch. 
<laughs> Alright, then I'm in. Eat it. All I want is confirmation from one tattoo artist. Alright, I got family online listening saying, I can't wait to tell Grandma when you have to do it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you know, alright. You know how much my dad was pissed at me when I got this, these two piercings? Because he always said... He'll, he'll never see the other ones. Oh, there'll be photos out there. I'm sure we'll do it in here. Mm-hmm. Let's go to MJ in the 407. What's up, MJ? Hey, uh, I used to be a body piercer, and I actually pierced the taint. You know, the little piece of skin. Oh, yeah, yeah, we know. We know where it is. Go yeah, on. okay. Well, I was going to say, you should get that piercing. You could actually keep it for more than 24 hours without, like, risk of severe infection. How about, how about this? Happy? I get five. <laughs> yeah, I get a Jacob's Ladder. A Jacob's Ladder? Is that what it's yes. called? I get five running down. You in? I get it. Like they're those rings that uh, that uh, the uh, the Olympics people Listen. do little tricks on. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'll I... even I'll even hang a little army man from him <laughs> and make him do little tricks. That is possible. Here's the problem, though. This the whole bit could be over this weekend if the Lions right. win. Exactly. That makes every weekend interesting. Oh, it drives me nuts. <sighs> All right, let, let me think about it over the break. All right. You think about it. Put your money where my skin is. No! I'm not putting anything where your skin is. <laughs> I really want to talk to a tattoo artist. Right here. Rick in the 407. Rick. Hey, was Heavy was saying something about getting somebody to step up and get the tat, uh, hideout tattoo for him? Yes, instead, if, if uh, no, there's no the lines in it. Instead of you getting pierced? Yeah. No. I would be willing to do that. All right, then we're no. done. Uh, come on! No, no, you have to be in on this. All right. Okay. Thank you for stepping up, at the very least. Here's what I want. Hmm. I want a confirmation from someone in town that they'll pierce you. We just had that lady said she's that done it before. Lady, that lady, she doesn't do it anymore. Who knows? She got this barred. There's no barring. Yes, there is. You have to have a license. Mm-mm. Suggested. No, it's not suggested. At least in Virginia, you didn't have to have one. Well, are we in Virginia? Are we? No, we're not. Oh. We're in Florida. Central Florida, the FLA. We'll be able to do it. In that area, I definitely can do myself. I just talked to one place, and they said they would do the webbings, but it'll get infected. There's no way it'll heal right, and it'll grow out. Well, the webbings isn't what we're doing anyway, anyway. Well, I was on the phone, so. And then the other thing he said, uh, no. <laughs> he wouldn't do it? He wouldn't do it, no. just because he's a homophobe. No, he's he was saying the other thing that that girl called in about, but then he said that there's no one that he knows that will actually do that. I can get it done. That's not enough. I need confirmation. I will get it done. Quit being a bit killer. I'm not being a <laughs> bit killer. Dude, I got the back of my head on the line. Boo-hoo. What do you mean, boo-hoo? Again, this is the difference I'll between... Put, I'll put five on the back of my neck, too. Does that sweeten enough for you? How about one in my tongue and one in my ear? Here's the thing. I know that you will do it. I know that you will. That's not the question. You've already offered up your whole underside. Yes. There's a difference between you and me. 
I got these two little things dangling from my ears, which, by the way, I have never taken out. I got yelled at by my family, almost cut off, and I cried when they happened. So just allow me a little leeway to think about it. It's the back of my neck. Have you ever gotten a shot before? I hate shots. I hate drawing blood. I'm not big on pain, dude. You know I'm not a stunter. But I'm seriously considering it for the payoff. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, wrap it up. Hour three on a Friday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Open door policy coming up next. Dollar Heretics coming in to hang out tonight. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888 Let's go to Chris in the 407. What's up, Chris? Not much. How's it going, guys? All right, buddy. Hey, I just kind of wanted to, in case Hefe doesn't want to do uh, his stun or his challenge, to maybe offer up a, a equal opportunities to the Cubs. Um, I'm a huge Raiders fan. Mm-hmm. And we're really, really bad as well. Um, I'll get the hideout tattoo. If they go 0 and 16, mm-hmm. if Dubs will get his piercings, if the Lions go 0 and 16, Dubs, what do you think? There's a chance of neither of those happening, though. And yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, that is that is true. Um, that you would need some sort of a payoff otherwise. What if? All right. What if both teams? If both teams go 0 and 16, first of all, it's never happened 0 no. and 16 in the history of the NFL. 0 and 14, yes. Okay. How about this? Well, me and you will put this bet up, but if each team's each win two, half day you have to do yours. If they if they, there's two games, uh, if they go each go two and fourteen. All right, so you're giving me a little leeway. I'm giving you a little leeway. That's all I wanted was a little leeway. All right, all right. So let's think about this. So you have you have two teams that have to go two and fourteen: the Raiders and the uh, or worse. Oh, they have or, or better or better. If they win, if they if both of them are two and fourteen or better, you have to get yours. That's both cool. of them. It, it's very possible that uh, one of them could go one and fifteen, or one of them go in sixteen. And I right, put the cat on hold. We'll get his information. All right. So here's the bet. Zero and sixteen. Both teams, or one of the teams. One of us gets uh, either he gets the hideout tap, or I get the uh, the undercarriage Pierce. Now, if both teams can pull out two wins each, that's a lot more leeway than just the Lions winning one. If both teams can pull out two games, oh, man. you do yours. Tommy, what do you think? Don't bring me into this. <laughs> I need a little help, man. That's a lot more leeway than just one game from the Lions. No, I understand. Before, there was a no way. Now I'm... Seriously considering. I don't know. You seem to have luck with football stuff. Even when your team is awful in fantasy football and everyone expects you to lose, somehow you like come in first place or something. Knocking on wood. It's really more of a lacquer, not really wood. Damn you. Oh, hold on. Christy from Dungeon Tattoo. Yes. Hey, Christy. What's up, sweetie? Hi. How are you? I'm sitting here debating. Mm-hmm. 
Alright, um, have you heard what we have going on so far? What's been thrown well, out there? I understand one of you wants your Nate first, and the other one wants a Jacob's Ladder. That's all I've heard so far. Okay, well, it's not exactly a Jacob's Ladder. Okay. What we're talking about is the undercarriage area. You know, we can't get too graphic. Right. But the undercarriage area. Okay. That area pierced. Okay. Is that able? Is that a possibility of even happening? Can can that yes. be done? Yes. Well, depending upon what exactly you want, it is a possibility. I right, he he is actually thinking. It's after ten. Yeah. He's thinking about his actual uh, backside where uh, you dispense of waste. Okay, no, that would not be a good thing to do. All right, how about five of them, five rings on the undercarriage area, like the skin area? That piece of skin between that and the uh, the boys. Yes, that can be done. All right, so you do five of those. Dogs. Five of those. All right, hold well, on. All right. You know, depending upon the area, but that can oh, be done. trust me, I got plenty. Yeah, he's got plenty of room. All right, now let me ask you this. I have a, um, my head on my shoulders is uh, uh, the the head on my shoulders, the back of my head, I shave my head, and I've got, like, little rolls, like a Sharpay would have. You know what I mean? On the back of his neck. You're talking about getting your nape pierced. That is possible. I actually had that done on me for a while, and I just recently took it out. Okay, so it's not my neck, but it's just that little fat on the back of your head. That's possible? Yeah. Is that hurt? Did it hurt? No, it doesn't hurt. Uh, but I bet you're into pain. No, not really. All right, Dubs. You're on? Right, what's the bet again? All right, hold All right. Christine, you're from where? Dungeon Christine. Tattoos. From Christine. Dungeon. And then one of the artists said he would think about doing it for you guys. All right. All right. Tell you what. Hold on. All right. We're going to get your information. All right. So, if right, both put her, teams... Put her back on real fast. Okay. Right, she's on hold with uh, uh, Gazoo. Gazoo, right. put her back on hold real quick. Christy. Yeah. How does the hole fill back in? Yes, yeah, so everything heals. Yeah, it'll go back in. All right, you sure? Like, I shaved the back of my head. How long would I not be able to shave the back of my head? Because I'm actually going bald. Uh, how long are you, like, wanting to keep this in for? Uh, Only 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll grow back in immediately. Okay, well, yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to get your info, Christy. All, All right. right. Thank you. Dungeon tattoos. Both teams have to win two games. Give me three. No. You got a lot better ads than you had last break. I'm not budging anymore. Cause bo- that's Three and 13. No. no. Two and 14? Two, two and 14 both two teams. Two teams? Yes. But if one of them doesn't do it, you're all, totally off the hook. All right. So one of the, so let's say the so Lions it, end up going one and 15, then I'm still okay. Yeah. Both teams have to win two, at least. All right. I'm in. Now, if my team wins none, I'm getting a full undercarriage of metal. All right. If uh, if the the, Raiders... What's the payoff if both teams go 1-15? Is there none? There's none, then. Then uh, Chunks gets his nipples pierced. All right, I like it. Wait, wait, Gazoo. Gazoo, would you step up for the team and get a... uh, We can't have the intern get a tattoo. I'll do whatever you guys want me to do. He's Anything. been he's been begging for a tattoo anyway. Will you get a tattoo of our choosing? Yes. We can't make the intern get a tattoo. We're not making him. It'll be. Uh, he can he can it. say no at any time. 
All right. I mean, I'm already in, so whatever. we got to have some sort of payoff if there's one in 15s. Yeah, if there are one in 15s, that's your... That's when you fall into play, Gazoo. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch, what did I do? That's going to hurt! Oh, it's going to hurt so bad! Oh, what do you think mine isn't? The five on the undercarriage? Dude, there's no chance the Lions are going on 16. Why are we throwing that out there, then? Because I want to see it happen. <laughs> you got 11 chances to get one win to get out of yours. You know my betting history. It is awful. That's the only thing that holds up. Now I don't want you making any bets with Fez. Why not? Because Fez has worse luck than you. <laughs> he beat me last year. And he, But he could throw this whole thing off kilter. Oh, you son of a bitch. What'd you rope me into on this Friday night? All right, we'll take a break and come back with the open door. Look at you smiling over there like you got me. Both teams winning two games each. I don't know if it's going to happen. There's a good chance it won't. The Raiders look pretty... They look real pretty bad. Pretty bad, yeah. But every team has a chance. There's always that one week. All right, it's I and Outro Radio 104.1. Damn it! Friday night, the hideout, and the heretics are here. Snow Radio 104.1. We open up the doors of the hideout and allow you guys to come hang out with us. It's very cool. We love everybody out. coming up here, and then afterwards, we always go out and have a little drink or two. All right, here we go. <laughs> you guys are going to have to forgive me for a little bit, because I'm a little off my game right now, because I just Why? agreed to the stupidest thing that I've ever agreed to. You have good odds. That's two teams, two terrible teams this year. Have to win two games each. All right, for those of you that don't know, are just now getting tuning into the hideout. I just made a uh, a bet with J Dubs and uh, a listener. Who was it? Do we remember? David was it? Was the guy's name David? I believe so. We got info back there. Chris. He's saying Chris. Chris. All right. Chris Kelly. That um. And Gazoo's in it too. Yeah, Chris Kelly. That the Lions would go 0 and 16. Mm-hmm. If the Lions go 0 and 16, then Dubs is going to get Jacob's ladder pierced on his undercarriage. Five piercings, one strip of skin. <sighs> now Chris came into this by he's a he's a Raiders fan. They're also doing awful this year, and he said if they lost all their games, as all well. the rest of their games, that he would get a hideout tattoo. If Either one of those two teams win two games, then this little... No, both teams have to win two games. Yeah, both teams. No, 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 no. If both teams win two games, that's when you, two are oh, better. Oh, okay, okay, all right. If both wins, if both teams win two games, then this little fat back here, the Sharpay skin that I have in the back of my neck... That gets pierced. Yeah, my neck dog. I'll pierce that. I know it's gross. It's awful. Now, if in any other situation, if it's uh, 1 in 15 on either side of the teams, or both 1 in 15. Oh, it's going to hurt. Then Gazoo has to get a uh, tattoo of our choosing. All right, hold on a second. Uh, Chick-fil-A John's back from Europe, and he just showed me a picture. You don't get to see that often, do you? 
That's disgusting. <laughs> I wonder. Now I'm kind of hoping it gets infected so I can just cut it off. Maybe my cat will gnaw it off. That's dirty. I got to go back to wearing a hat. That looks like two women's areas just back there. <laughs> it's so awful. I was an idiot. Uh, all right, maybe I'll get it. All right. Now I'm kind of hoping that it ends up going terribly wrong and I can get some sort of uh, plastic surgery or something. <sighs> this is going to suck, man. Do you know that... Um, you know how mad my parents are going to be at me? You just have Why? no idea. Because piercing is like a big deal. Your mom can't get mad. No, it's my dad. I'm still afraid of my dad. I'm 28 <laughs> years old. I'm living on my own. I got my own thing going. And my dad... Still scares you. Still scares me like it's nobody's business. How do you think my parents will feel with me getting your, five piercings, your, one strip of skin, undercarriage? Your parents don't care. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, oh, that's yeah. the thing. You don't even talk to them. <laughs> and I rarely talk to mine. And my little brothers, I know they're listening right now. So they're immediately going to go tell my mom. And this Sunday, it's already going to come up. Oh, dude, there's nothing I can do about that. I don't know where I go from here. I guess I just get it done. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, every, yeah, every weekend is going to suck from here on out. Until January, every weekend is going to suck. See me? All I got to do is win against the Bills this weekend. Come on. You got, you got such an easy out for the undercarriage. All right, how about this? If you guys don't get more than one win, up it a little bit. If you go no, one, we, if, already, we got an agreement on the bet. We don't There's have no any, changing. There's nothing agreed to. There is, too. There was no shake. Mm-hmm. There's a, a verbal radio audio shake. I'll move then. All right, we got a lot to do in the open door. Chunks, uh, we got some prizes to give out tonight to our friends that have uh, come up on this Friday night. Yeah, actually, we do. Nice little surprise. We have uh, do action sports tickets for uh, every day this tomorrow weekend? and yeah, and Sunday. Very cool. As well as something else that popped up too, uh, which I'll need some help with. We have the uh, we got the big brother big sister thing going on, and uh, I guess they elected us because they think we're the best bowlers of all the shows. Yeah, because we did have a bowling league yeah. for about three months. Where everybody. Average so, like 95. Right. Yeah. So they've elected us, and I guess mostly me, heading off um, one of the teams, uh, which I need two more people for, and we get an entire other team because I guess they think that we're going to do so well. And they're trying to get money for the Big Brother Big Sisters. And, I mean, if you want to donate, just go to realradio.fm, type in big. Keyword big, right. Yeah, but uh, I think the big thing is... Um, I just want it so we can beat Magic. You know, it's cool that it helps out a charity and all, but I don't really want the Magic people getting more money because they'll be there too. All right. You know, and... So do we have slots to give away or what's going on? Yeah, we have uh, seven slots left, two for my my team and five for a totally other uh, unrelated team. Who all is on your team? I got Matt Albert. Uh, right now, and uh, Boston Janet. Okay. Uh, she was on the cruise. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be in on it myself on one team. Okay. And so I need two more people for that and another team of five. All right, very good. Now, who were the best bowlers in the bowling league whenever we did this? Uh, Nightmare Dave. Give mm. Big Dave a call. Yeah. And see how he's doing. Uh, he'll probably call me in a few minutes. <laughs> as soon as he hears his and name. And Talon. Yeah, and you ought to see what kind of kind of work Talon can do. Yeah, he should give Chunks a call probably. Yeah. Um, call Chunks again on that team, Talon. <laughs> all right, yeah. 407-916-1041, Well, very cool. It's Friday night in the hideout. we got a lot to get done. We'll take a break and come back. Uh, oh, those of you heretics, uh, 
I know that you guys have, uh, you take it upon yourselves to, um, to, uh, protect the show. And so we got a little response from that. And, um, it was in the form of an email message. Sent to me. But we're gonna have, we had the great Gazoo Manning act it out, cause he, well, here's the thing though. It seems to fit because he does the best bitchy voice. Mm-hmm. So we will play that for you so you can hear what's kind of gone down. Uh, we'll take a break and come back. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. The lines go 0 and 16. Dubs gets a tattoo of the undercarriage. No, not a tattoo. A uh, Jacob's ladder. Five piercings. One piece of skin. The undercarriage. All right. So that's what, uh, that's what Dubs will do. Um, if the Raiders go. Owen oh, 16, then uh, Chris, a listener, a heretic, will get a hideout tattoo. Mm-hmm. All right? If either one of these two teams, the Lions or the Raiders, end up winning two games. Or uh, more. Or more, then I will get the back roll, fat roll, hot dog neck, Sharpay neck. On the back of my neck, I'll get that pierced. All right? Now, we, we stopped and we thought about it. What happens if both teams go one and fifteen, or only you know, if or if one team goes one and fifteen, and then the other one has more wins or something like that? There'd still be an open area with no payoff. We need to have a payoff. Well, the great Gazoo Manning has stepped up and said that he would be willing to get a tattoo. Any tattoo we choose. Anything that we want for you to get. You got it. Do you have any tattoos now? None. Are you opposed to getting any tattoos? Nope. Your family isn't going to comment on any tattoos that you would get. No. Big hands, do not molest the intern. Leave him alone, please. All right, here's what I want to do then. For a prize, whatever we have, we got all kinds of stuff. 407-916-1041. Or yep. those of you heretics in here, I see a few of you have tattoos on your bodies right now. So if, you, if we choose your tattoo to what, put on Gazoo. What tattoo should Gazoo get? Okay. Now, are there any places, Gazoo, where, turn the camera around on him. Are there any places where you will not get a tattoo? It's fair game anywhere. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting it on his face or anywhere. You can't get a, you can't get a face tattoo. You know that, right? We won't do that I, I would, to you. I would say any, anywhere from like here down. Okay. Um, neck down. Neck down. Neck down. Anywhere on the arms, even the hands, or no? I, I think I feel like we should almost protect the kid. I, I'm saying we do the signs back. All right, so we put it on your back. I think a huge tattoo on my back would be awesome. All right. All right, 407 Or if, if there's a nice saying we should put it across the stomach, I would even be uh, up for something like that. All right, it could be a saying. It can be a picture. Mm-hmm. If you got any ideas, call I'm, now, or if you're a heretic here in studio, step up for it. Let's start it with this. How about the male symbol with a Dugan going right through the, the uh, O in it? All right, male symbol and Dug. All right, for dubs, it's always something gay. It can never be anything. Uh, let's go to uh, Hungarian Heat in the 765. What do you got, Hungarian Heat? All right, I saw this idea on a wrinkly old biker guy, okay? And now it's on the stomach, and I'll try to say this carefully, but this old man's belly button 
Okay, it was, it was a woman with spread legs <laughs> tattooed on his stomach. All right, and, I, and the belly button is that area. I, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> I actually, I kind of like. All right, here's the thing: we got a lot of prizes to give out, right? I'll put that one in the running. I'll give okay. you a prize for that one. Hold on a second, Hungarian Heat. All right, so H Heat had belly button. I'm just gonna say vag, and we'll just mm-hmm. uh, I'll remember it from there. All right, gaze and persuasion. What do you got, my friend? Um, how about a bullseye right on his lower back so his friends have a place to aim? All right, just a nice little bullseye. <laughs> how about, uh, there should be a saying right I, by too. I know, I was thinking saying too, and, um, I'm, and I'm like trying to censor myself as to what exactly. Deposit here. Goo gone. Uh, I do, we do need to come up with a saying to add to that gauge and persuasion. Yes, Big. Are you are you opposed to that? What'd you say? I think that's a good idea. You, you like that one? Uh, Express lane funny. <laughs> I got a good one. I did an internship for the hideout, and all I have is this lousy tattoo. No. <laughs> you really should just stop talking. Yeah. How about this one? We did a lot of. Uh, it was a good week for him this week because he didn't get to talk. We did a lot of interviews, and all it was lousy intern. Yeah, that's true. I like that one as well. All right, big hands. What do you have? How about a Department House symbol on his back, and it says "Taking on all newcomers." All right, depending on the spelling, that one also could be a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. All right, the lines are packed with this. Let's roll through and see what Gazoo can get. Now, mind you, this is the show that had um, Doogie Tarantino. For a trip to Vegas, we made him get a tattoo and Chinese symbols that ab- it said abortions taste good. So this is kind of the standard that we've set. Mm-hmm. So I want to see what you can come up with. MJ in the uh, 573, you're in the hideout. What's up, MJ? Hey, I love you guys. Um, I think that Kazoo should get a pink unicorn uh, tattooed on his ankle, and he should get douche written underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> right. That is kind of funny. You know, you're a winner. Hold on. The pink unicorn thing? Ah. Uh... But when you write douche underneath, then it's uh, pretty good. All right, I like that one a lot. Uh, Boggs Wayne Gacy, you got one? What do you got, Boggs Wayne Gacy? I cost the hideout an XM uh, contract. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily his fault. Uh, Derek in the 321, you're in the hideout. What's up, Derek? Hey, what's going on? Hey, I got an idea. How about putting it on the back that says his brother liked this view, too? <laughs> All right, do you, do you have a brother? Uh, yeah, I have four of them. Oh, not you, not, no, no, not you, Derek. I'm talking. Yeah, to, yeah I have oh, one brother. I, you know, yeah, I remember his retarded brother called in one night and made no sense as well. Yeah, Derek, you're a winner. Hold on. <laughs> oh, the funny thing was, you guys said something about Gazoo and the whole like crowd, and he goes, oh. and I then know. he goes back and he's like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> he said, what a bunch of douches. My brother liked this view too. This view as well. I would just say two. How about this? Should we make him get that little uh, eye-winking smiley con? <laughs> like right there that all of us have on the instant message? Hold on a second. Let me draw a little eye-winking. Uh, with blowing the kiss smiley con that you get on your AOL instant messenger. Uh, big hands, you have one? How about we trace my hands on his back and write, put hands here. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of hold about, on here. How about what we did with uh, Chunks when we first got here? Um, we sent him out to an event, and I wrote on his hand, this hand is made for jobbing. 
I forgot about that. You wouldn't want a hand tattoo, though, would you? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I don't know if you get a hand tattoo. I like it a lot though. <laughs> Would you be opposed to just wear a glove? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Wild Hawk in the four zero seven. What do you got, Wild Hawk? Okay, here's my tattoo idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, a winged unicorn with a rainbow on its butt having sex with a leprechaun. <laughs> All right, why? What's the just cause? Just you know, and then and the leprechaun's naked. All right, thank you. Uh, dopey, dopey in the three one three. You're in the hideout. Let's ruin him for life, shall we? Mm-hmm. An African American male organ right on his left ass cheek. <laughs> I here's I hold on a second. Here's here's what I like even better. I say cleavage. I say you put that in his cleavage. We're just right there. All right, dopey. <laughs> Uh, damn, dude. These are you sure you're down with anything? Would you be willing to have the one that uh, was just suggested? I'll do anything. <sighs> I like that. I like this kid. Anything, huh? Anything. All right, but again, this is only if both teams go <coughs> one and fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. Or one team goes. Uh, yeah, only uh, 1 in 15 on both teams. Or we could even do the Florida thing like I was telling you about. If you want. All right, what was the Florida idea you had? Well, Florida, University of Florida is currently undefeated right now, and if they go undefeated the whole um, season, they don't have to get the tattoo, but if they lose at least one game, then I get the tattoo. But this, we have an open area in our bet. That's why we put you up for this one. Yeah, that one's fine. Okay. Um, let's go to Big, uh, Big Mofo in the hideout. What do you got, buddy? How about a tattoo with an arrow on his back facing down to say, Long Live the Brotherhood? Long live the brotherhood. <laughs> What's the brotherhood? <laughs> like you don't know. Dubs takes you to meetings every huh? other week. Nothing. Uh, McLean he here in the hideout. What do you got, McLean? All right. We could do on his butt cheeks arrows. That say All right, we in- just said that. Mm. Uh, is this passion, Pajan in the 352? Uh, Paisan. Paisan. Sorry, Paisan. What do you got, Paisan? I was thinking maybe she should give him a, an extended ass crack tattoo. Just all the way up to his neck? <laughs> all the way up to his neck. Like he's... Dingleberries on there. <laughs> <laughs> you drawing the dingleberries? All right, you're a winner, Paisan. Like he's stations from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? Paisan. <laughs> Is Big Mofo the only one that remembers that? I think so. Stations? I don't, I don't recall it. And if so, it wasn't even really particularly funny. All right, so... Ex- yes, it was. Extended ass crack. What's wrong with us, man? Just an absolutely no respect for our bodies as you take a look around. I, who has... I still, so far, have the best chance of having to get something done. It's when you actually break it down and the possibilities and what could happen. You know, I think, actually, Gazoo, right? For two teams to go one and fifteen, I think. Well, no, one team only has to go one and fifteen, and if the other team goes three and you know, or two and fourteen, or three and thirteen, mm-hmm. he still has to get it done because that leaves an open. Only one team has to go one and fifteen. Oh, that's right. Oh, thank God. 
Right, ooh, I like this one from Neanderthal on the 407. What do you got, Neanderthal? Man, you ought to make him get a tattoo that says Junior Nambla member. All right. <laughs> I actually like the idea of Nambla member, and then we'll put on a heretic number on there, I, P1-5013. <laughs> All right, hold on, Neanderthal. You're a winner. I'm lost. What does Nambla mean? Here's what you ought to do. You ought to go Google it, and then uh, Google images. Yeah, images, and then click on every single link. Yeah, but not from here. Only from your home. Okay. Probably from your dad's computer. Yeah, because I think if you did it from there, it would work out a little bit better for you. It's nothing illegal, is it? Ooh, just go find out. Okay. <laughs> the, the best way is through experience. That's actually Namla saying, so it could work out even uh, better for you. Uh, 407-916-1041. All right, Dubs, let me run through real fast some of the ideas for this tattoo. All right. Um, you have the uh, belly button vag. You have the pink unicorn on his ankle with douche written underneath <laughs> it. That's kind of my favorite right now. I like that one. Um, then there's this one uh, from Derek. My brother liked this view, too. That one's put on his back with a little uh, kissy smile icon. That you I have. like that one a lot, actually. Dopey had one of a male black member, mm-hmm. uh, and I added uh, cleavage. Right so, into his chest. Yeah. Paisan, <laughs> Paisan says an extended ass crack. And then we have Nambla, and that one has also been uh, put forth. Do any of these stick out to you that you definitely couldn't do? Um, well, no, not really. I mean, they all seem fine, you know. Oh, which one would do you? They? Yeah. <laughs> which one would you be leaning toward most? Um, probably the Nambla one. That seems like a pretty cool thing. Yeah. I don't really know what it's all about yet, but I hope I mean, you go to jail one day. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we just have that for uh, later on. Uh, Demand, you have an idea? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, since he has made famous that LOL phrase, mm-hmm. I say that right across the butt cheeks with the O kind of targeting <laughs> LOL. A sensitive area. A, a special place? LOL. The only problem is no one would ever see that. I'm coming out. I, I, I do like the idea, though. That is a good... Or you have LOL, but the, the O... Is your nipples, and you have it on both of your uh, of your chest. That's cool. Like L, and then the nipple, and then the L. I hate him so That's much. Awesome. Why? Here's He's what. up for it. Yeah, because nothing can get under his skin. Except for ink. Yeah, I hate him that much. Uh, or the LOL instead of the mayhem tattoo across the stomach. L Ross in the 407. Hey guys, a lot of these ideas have been really gay. I'm disturbed. Lot and said, a, uh, biggest life on the right bicep, the big heart with an arrow through it, and Bruce, right to the middle, Bruce crossed out, and Larry written beneath. <laughs> like all of his lovers. That would be one that I wouldn't want to get. All right, you're a winner. Hold on, L. Ross. Why not? Why not that? Th- th- that that That's just, that's messed up. Picking out tattoos for the interns if he loses in our bet. All right, I like the idea of the heart, arrow, Bruce... Cross out Larry. Because it implies that I might be a homosexual. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, let, let's go to Dr. Hitler. You're in the hideout. What's up, Dr. Hitler? I think we should go for some real hatred here and across his whole back, uh, a picture of Jesus slow dancing with Hitler. 
Oh. <laughs> Man, nah, nah, you're not. Why? <laughs> yeah, I know. What do you mean? Why no or why even come up with why that? Why no? That couldn't do that. Dude. I would love to see the summer barbecue with my uh, Irish Catholic grandmother and see what she thinks about it. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. Do you remember uh, Thomas the Train, you know, from when we were kids, that blue train? How about that thing? Going into the cave, you know? <laughs> Only if the tracks are leading that way. Did you come up with that one on your own? Yeah, I, I just had to look up the name of the train, though. You're a winner. <laughs> Dubs has taken home a lovely prize. Actually, you already picked up on those Journey Death yes. Leopard tickets, didn't you? I'm a big winner. Oh, God, Thomas the Train. <laughs> You're such an animal. Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Shining Time Station. All right, we're only going to take a couple more calls on this because then we're going to have to break. Mixter in the four zero seven. You're on the air, Mixter. Um, I think you need a picture of Tupac on the right shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Tupac's not a bad idea, but uh, who was it? Uh, Paulo. Paulo from the Ron and Fez show. Yeah. His movie reviews and he has Thug, Thug Life. Life. He has uh, Biggie and Tupac Forever on one arm. Yeah, um, so that one's kind of already been done. Big hands. One hundred thirty-five degrees. 155 degrees and 195 degrees. The degrees are done is for every Jew that was cooked in the oven. Oh, like, oh come on. Oh, for right, God's I, sake. I dumped that one. Jesus. I know. Have a heart. I would expect that out of dollar, Dr. Hitler. I dumped that one out. All right, everyone's a little offended. <laughs> Damn, big hands. I didn't even see that one coming. I had a feeling that it wasn't going to end positively. All right, tell you what, we'll take a break, come back, we'll come up with a few more ideas, and we'll play the uh... email. Yeah, the email. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. We're stepping up to be somebody here in the hideout. Chris has stepped up to be somebody. If his awful Raiders go 0 16, it's a hideout tattoo. If Dubs' awful lions go 0-16, it is five piercings, one piece of skin, the undercarriage. If either one of the teams go 1-15, it's Great Gazoo, which, do we want to decide on the tattoo right now? Or should, should we put it up for vote? Yeah. All right, let's put it up for vote on uh, RealRadio.fm. Normally we put it on HideoutHeretics.net, but they want us to drive traffic to RealRadio.fm, so we'll do it there. Um, <laughs> just being honest. Um, and uh, if either if both teams go two and fourteen or better, then I'll get the neck fat pierced. <sighs> Jesus Christ, so stupid. I hate this show. <laughs> um, all right, so hideout row radio one hundred four point one. All right, Dubs. Uh, oh, let's do this really quickly before we go, just so the heretics know. Uh, I guess their power, if you will. What is this you got, J-Dubs? I got an email uh, from someone over across the street. Hold on. Before we get any further, I want to talk to uh, L. Ross in the 407. Hey, guys. I just wanted to congratulate uh, self-proclaimed President Jimmy Jam on his one millionth horrible one-liner on the hideout. Oh, wow. He's getting a standing ovation in the back. All right. Thank you, L. Ross. It's going to get nasty between these two. I could tell. Sometimes you wonder, eh, is this a bit? What's going on? I think these boys actually hate each other. I don't know why the hatred is going on. We're all supposed to be on the same team. All right, Dubs. All right, so talk about this email that you got. I got this email on Sunday around 6 o'clock, probably. And it was a threatening one. 
of sorts. Okay. Um, do, do, do they say in the email who it's from? Yes. Okay. All right, very cool. A quick uh, quick little warning. Uh, it was recorded in exactly how it was written, grammatical errors and all. So if it sounds <laughs> a little funny... It's a quick seek there. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, let's hear it. And now it's time for Intern Email Message Theater. Okay. You listen good and listen clear. I'm DJ Banana Shorts from the Jody and Scott Show. I want you to leave us alone. We did nothing to you guys, so why mess with us? I mean, this isn't no threat. This is a promise. You keep with us, we're going to with you, and you won't like it. You guys can do whatever the hell you want on your show. Leave Jody and Scott and all of O-Rock 105.9 alone. Because if you don't, we'll see to it that your show gets kick off air. Don't believe me? Try me. I dare you. And don't leave any more messages on my MySpace profile. Jody and Scott are my friends, and I'm not going to let like you with them. You guys are nothing but a bunch of who are jealous because the Jody and Scott show gets more ratings than your show called The Hideout. What kind of show is that? Let me guess. You guys have to hide out because you're afraid of people trying to see your ugly face. Uh, uh, pause it for two seconds. So this is all of like the, the grammatical, grammatical errors. errors. Yeah. Alright, Gary, keep it going. I give it to a Gazoo for trying to hang in there and read it. Give me a break. You've messed with the wrong person when you're talking about Jody and Scott. Leave them alone, or you'll be dealing with me. Try me. When you mess with the bull, you're going to get the horns. So, uh, what? What's this? The Breakfast Club? I know. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Well, um... DJ Banana Shorts from O-Rock 105.9, the best alternative rock station there is in Orlando, Florida. O-Rock rocks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, yes, plain. That was oh, intern sorry. email message theater. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Yes, plain. I was talking to somebody downstairs, and they said that this guy uh, is just like one of their interns and might not even be on the show anymore. I, uh, I don't even think he's an intern. I think he's a, a listener. Uh, and kind of retarded. Uh, Actually, he threatened uh, Dopey as well. <laughs> oh, Oh, yeah. he's actually retarded. Well, it explains I, why he's listening to that show. I, he wrote to Dopey, You blank with my friends and you blank with me. I got some friends in your hometown, and I'm sure they wouldn't mind beating the ever-living blank out of some blank bag, X-Radio talk show blank. What kind of blank are you to do some blank like that anyway? Blank off. P.S. You pull some stuff like that again, I will find you myself. <laughs> All right, so heretics, you've gotten under the skin that they've sent out the retardation. <laughs> Careful uh, if you're out of state, because they have friends. To, to try to uh, to get at you guys. So I just I just wanted I know sometimes the uh, the heretics want to know you know how things are coming along and what's happening and how far you are under people's skin, and I just want to let you know that they. Uh, they released the extra chromosome Wrangler uh, on his way to try to uh, get the horns at the bull or whatever it was he said he was going to do. When you get the bull, when you mess with the bull, you get the horns. I guess whatever the hell that means. All right, that's going to do it for the open door tonight. That's going to do it for another week in the hideout. Thank you very much to all the heretics who came out. We will have tickets for that Do Action Sports Tour if you guys uh, want tickets for that. Remember. 
A week from tonight, we broadcast live from Halloween Horror Nights. It is J-Dub's 26th birthday. Mm -hmm. So join us for J-Dub's birthday out there. A week from tonight, Halloween Horror Nights. We'll be out there all night long and incredibly drunk. Two weeks from tonight, it is Monster Ween at Sun on the Beach. Make sure you get your tickets. Go to Monsters.fm for all of that. Check out uh, Drunky the Bear all weekend long at the Do Action Sports Tour, PlayStation Pro. Also, too, uh, SBK Live tomorrow night. Uh, I know uh, the Shannon Burke Show, they're doing their things uh, out at the uh, Big Belly Brewery after that. And then uh, wake up with the Monsters in the morning on Monday. Shannon Burke, Midday, Phillips Spa in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody always talk good. God bless King Dude. Do what you got to do, bro. McCain in 08. Question everything and stay classy. We'll put all these uh, up. Uh, and see what tattoo the great Gazoo Manning will have to get if any one of those teams go 1-15. Check out hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com, and realradio.fm. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. All right, man. 5,000. 5,000. All right, man. 5,000. Rate me once, shame on you. Rate me twice, shame on me. All right, man, 5,000. I wish I know how to quit you. What a bunch of bull. Caution, retards in area. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Caution, retards. Caution, retards in area.
All right, man, 5,000. All right, man, 5,000. Caution, right, man, 5, retards in area. All right, man, 5,000. Caution, retards in area. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on the floor. Step on the floor. Kick them to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand. Aye, five thousand.